are listening to 419 Grind Podcast, Toledo's source for exclusive news in music, business, sports, and entertainment. Turn it up, chill. Everybody gather around, I got a story to tell. Now here's a story about a man who needed help. And he was alone, he didn't have many friends. That's a great dad too. Around the holidays, there was a struggle to get the babies what they asked for. So he came up with the plan for him and the kids to get to the last fortune to teach what the real meaning is for Christmas. All about giving, even if you ain't receiving. It's all about reaping the blessing in love. In love. 
That's what it's all about. Yeah, man. That's what it's about. Look. It's all about reaping the blessing and love. About reaping the blessing and love. They found a family that needed more than us. Uh, and that's what we call love. Yeah. It's all about reaping the blessing and love. And love. Gentlemen, Merry Christmas.
mistletoe I'm gonna get to know you better This Christmas And as we trim the tree How much fun it's gonna be together This Christmas The fireside is blazing bright Whoa, uh, We're caroling through the uh, night Whoa, this Christmas Will be a very special Christmas For me What's up? Wake up, Toledo. Happy Wednesday. Hey, how you guys doing? Uh, you know, it's different. Yeah, right. I'm shaded. I guess I think shoes to fill. Yeah, you got some big shoes. You yeah. got to do the sponsors. I'm sure, I'm sure we miss. I got to do the sponsors? I got to, <laughs> I got to do the ad-libs? You got to do all the ad-libs. We got to work it out. <laughs> we'll, talk, we'll talk about it. Yeah. We'll negotiate Welcome it. to the Rise and Grind Morning Show. Shay K, Clyde Green, and Jay. Oh, oh no, Shay. Uh, but we got Dennis in the building, of course. Ask a Lawyer Wednesday. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yes. So shout out to our sponsors, Hotbox. Hotbox. Mud City Entertainment. Yep. J. Russ Jennings. Uh-huh. Sasha Denise. Yumadop Lucas County. Freedom. Swan and Swan. The champ is here. The Social Butterfly. Hammers Garden. Oh, Henry's Kitchen on Wheels. Rolling. Little Tots Transportation. Stretch Gart. Beep beep. Uh, Servant's Heart. Is there a heart in the house tonight? Stand up. Healthy Spot Nutrition. Hit the spot. Purple Hearts. Purple Rain Gang Gang. 
Miss D's Kitchen. Chicken wings and thighs. Dr. Shiva Billions. Make it, make it rain. Make it. And, <laughs> and Mud Made. Yeah, Mud Made. Uh, get over to mudmade.com. Check out that website. Use promo code 419 Ground and you get 20% off the entire site. Hey. Grateful holiday shopping, stocking stuffers, all that. Nice. Just get some from Mud Made. Shop local. Support your local people. Yes, always. Uh, and if you would like to be. Yeah, if you would like to become a sponsor of the Rise and Grind Morning Show, Senior Info to Rise. And Grind. At the 419grind.com, and you can become a sponsor of our show. show. Yeah, we it's are Wednesday. here. On a, <laughs> on a Wednesday. Hey. With no Shay K. Yesterday was our first night. day without Shay, huh? It's the guy's night outside. I guess so. That's what it seems like, right? For a little while? Yeah. Right. Like, don't mess up the house. So, right. so what, I got I to do weather? Yeah, you know what you can do. Let's really, yeah. try to do weather. All right? yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna, uh, currently, it's 26 degrees outside. A little uh-huh. bit of cloudy. We're going to get a high of 35 today, uh, as is typical this time of year. Sun's going to set about 5:03, so it's going to make you feel like it's 10 o'clock at about <laughs> five. Mm-hmm. Which is always tough, man. It makes yeah, me want to go to bed right. at like eight it's or nine. So yeah. dark. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I stay by the park, so it just really look dark. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's, it's going to be cloudy. That's basically yeah. <laughs> that's basically <Right>. it. <laughs> kind of cold and cloudy. Cold and cloudy. The show is cold. Let them cars warm up. Take it easy on your engine. Yeah. Got to make it yeah. through the winter. It looks like it might get tough through the winter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last year wasn't that bad of a winter, if I remember correctly. Uh-huh. We were going to have a whole lot of yeah, snow, I th- right? I think it was just cold, no yeah. snow. Yeah. Um, get your tires uh, checked, too. All that. Because, uh, you know, in the cold weather, your tires get low. Yes. There you go. So uh, my way here was very uh, clear. No no, no heavy traffic on 475. So. Yeah, mine, was, mine was pretty clear, too. Looks smooth. I got caught behind a, uh, like, what's the thing that pushed? A bulldozer? Oh, yeah. Right oh, outside out in Monroe. They're picking up leaves. Ah, that explains oh, okay, it. So okay, let's yeah. everyone watch out for the bulldozers out there. Yeah, I ran into it. Well, it was a pile of leaves in the middle of the road, but it was a. City worker truck there to let yeah. you know. That explains around. it. I was trying to figure out what they're doing, yeah. just driving around don't, like that. Don't drive through the leaves either. Please, no. You never know what you hit. Yeah, that's it, serious. Kids can be playing on whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh. We don't want that playing. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, Jason said, I got four new tires. Oh. All yes. right. Yeah, it's needed. Good morning to the grinders. Dewan Battle. What's up, baby? Victoria Nichols, how you doing this morning, lady? Juan well, Salazar. He said he's still trying to find out who made that bootleg ball players from Toledo list. Who said that? <laughs> Juan uh, Salazar. They haven't been on the show since. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they made the list and skirted on you. Uh, so we got training topics right now? Oh, yeah, we do. I'm coming with some heat today. I'm, I'm you, ready. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready, man. We got some ground to cover, right? Yeah. Trending topics in Toledo. What up, Impress? Grind morning show. Shout out to our grinders on the show. Yeah. Got Juan's. Salazar talking about that top 25 uh, Toledo Hoopers list. Are you supposed to be on it, Juan? Uh, shout out to uh, Stacy Reed, <laughs> DJ Impress, Jen Morgan. What's up? What up, Jason? Yeah. Don't forget, if you got any questions for Dennis, you can leave them in the comments or we're going to have a session where you can call in and talk yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, call in. We're, we're watching the comments. In. Yeah. yeah. We encourage the comments, but we'd rather you call in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Participate. Yeah. Hey, happy birthday to you. It's your birthday today. Go ahead, Dennis. So I tried to balance off between super heavy con- con- uh, concepts here and some that are a little bit lighter. So mm. we're going to get into some heavy stuff first, all right? So yeah. we've been talking about this Travis Scott thing for a little while now. Right. And you guys all saw that apology video, I assume? 
I heard about it. Okay, so basically he came out and he yeah. was saying, you know, I'm really sorry for what happened, and he offered to pay everybody's funeral expenses. Well, half the families so far have declined those funeral expenses. Right. Some lawyers came out recently and said that it was uh, lacked any personal touch and that it was inappropriate given the magnitude of what happened. Obviously, 10 people died, mm. so just offering funeral expenses, while it may have been well-intentioned, that can come off as sort of like I'm trying to lowball you for the value of your family. I mean, not yeah. really, though, but I mean, this, this is just the first step. He knows, no, he, he knows it's a process, but let's, let's, let's get some people laid to rest and get this out the yeah, way, yeah. and we can argue later. I'm trying, to be, I'm trying to work with you, at least, you know. I'm sure that's how he feels about it and how he intended it, yeah. but the way that everyone, they, everyone's taking it is So like, they're taking it as this is a payment for what happened, and and this is it. Well, people have to be careful in these instances because if you take money sometimes, yeah, that means right. that you've taken all the money you're going to mm-hmm. get. You've waived any rights to anything else. So, like, you don't know what strings are necessarily attached to that. I'm not saying that Travis Scott right. is going to make them sign something saying they have no other rights, right. but you never know. Yeah. Because what's happened recently in 11 of the lawsuits that have been filed, his legal team has tried to file motions to dismiss saying that he wasn't responsible for any of this oh. stuff. Mm. So, like, you know, this thing starts taking on a life of its own once the lawyers get involved and, you know. Le- le- uh, legalities. Yeah. I wonder if his lawyer said something to him about offering to pay for those funeral expenses. I mean, you would think so. I mean, yeah, like, it, hey, 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 buddy. Because at the same time, also, that's sort of admitting that he yeah. had some responsibility, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, so, exactly. like, really, I don't think any offers for anything uh, should be made in that context. Other than just like, I'm really sorry about what happened. I didn't mean for any of this to happen. And mm-hmm. I'm, I, you know, my condolences to the families is probably all you need to really say. Uh, and right, money, yeah. getting into that money territory mm-hmm. is like, yeah. you're in a, Especially you're, when somebody dies. Like, you can say before, you can't put a price on. Right. He probably really is sorry, though. You know, like, I'm, I'm sure. sure he is. Yeah. I'm sure. People you know, he, he feel like people don't believe him, so he want to go out above and beyond, but you yeah. got to do it the right way so you don't mess yourself up. That's right, and they're, and they're looking, uh, all the people who are involved in this now are looking for over $2 billion in damages against Ooh. him. Uh, there's been thousands of lawsuits filed, and recently lawyers have asked that they consolidate all those lawsuits into one major, you know, <laughs> megalith lawsuit wow. so that they can easily manage it with one judge. Is, is Drake still involved with the lawsuit? Uh, yeah, as well? he's in all of, he's been named in a ton of them, yeah. Wow. Same, so with same with Live Nation. Uh, so everyone's getting pulled in, and everyone's gonna start putting the fingers at one another, mm. but this is big time. You know, one firm just filed a $10 billion claim on top of the $2 billion of uh, wow. agri-claims, and they're representing 1,547 people that write that concert. So wow. this thing's just going to How many people at the concert in total? I mean, about? probably 50. 50,000 uh, people. Yeah, it was yeah. huge. You just man. said 100,000 people. No, 1,547. Oh, 1, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, <laughs> people are probably going to jump on yeah. if they, mm-hmm. you know, because, like, I don't know if you guys saw these videos coming out afterwards, but people were, like, screaming, like, People are dying in yeah, there, yeah, yeah. and obviously, like he couldn't hear. Right. He's on stage performing. Right. Like it's it's a tough situation, mm-hmm. and I don't know how this thing's gonna play out. But you know, money is gonna be paid one way or another, and maybe it wasn't the right idea to just offer to pay as some small amount. It's hard to say. I, I'm sure his heart was in the right place. Somebody said Juan Salazar said uh, Travis Scott should be held responsible for anything that should happens. Should not be held. Oh, should not be responsible. I see that nit. Uh, should not be held responsible for anything that happens. He's just there to perform. I mean, Juan, you got a good point. I mean, there there is a lot of responsibility to go on the people who set this up, who right. managed mm-hmm. it, who dealt with the logistics. Security. Yeah, but we don't know how much Travis was necessarily involved or his team was involved right. in making sure that he scouted the place. And, they, you know, his team may have been had a hand in every decision that was being made, or they yeah. may have literally just taken the money and showed up to perform. It's just, it's just we don't know yet. I right. mean, he was just performing like at the most, what, exciting to riot, maybe? Um, no, I wouldn't up. say that he incited a riot because it wasn't a riot. Like, no, right? Yeah, so I mean, that's I think that's his position on these motions yeah. to dismiss is like you know what he's basically saying what Juan's saying, right? So I, it, 
somebody will be held responsible for this. Right. It's probably going to be the concert promoters, the mm -hmm. people who set this thing up, the people who trained the security or didn't train security. But the reason we have these le this legal system is that you can make claims against somebody that may or may not be true, and then through that process, we'll get to the bottom of it, wow. right? So, yeah. you know, he's in it. He's going to go through it. I know they're going to have a whole lot of different uh, procedures and policies for these concerts now. So. Yep. And yeah. that's that's the other thing is the the firm that just filed the $10 billion lawsuit, which is just a number on a piece of paper at this point, they are saying that they want some sort of law to be put in place about things like wow, this. Yeah. How many people you can have in one place and, you know, whatever. So, in any event, I that's, think things will look different moving forward. Yeah, it's just uh, it's sad that um, you have to fight for something to... I don't know. For somebody to get like rewarded for somebody else's death, like yeah. it's just, the I whole mean, thing is just weird. We have to do that all the time. Yeah. Like, people die all the time in car accidents or whatever. You somebody name it. Somebody gotta be responsible. And people fight tooth and nail to act like they're not responsible. The number one thing, right? I, I think this is key of anybody is self preservation is our strongest thing, mm -hmm. right? We all want to. Nobody wants to be proven wrong, right. and no one wants to admit that they did something that they shouldn't have, mm -hmm. and so. Whenever I'm in a lawsuit, regardless of how high the stakes are, I know the person I'm asking questions of, I'm trying to hold responsible, their self-preservation kicks in quick. Mm -hmm. right? And it's always not me, not me, not me. Even the if they person. did it. Yeah, even if they're obvious. Right. They did it. it doesn't matter. Right. So it's just a strong emotion that we, you know, you deal with. But anyways, uh, speaking of that, though, uh, you guys saw this crazy story in Michigan with the school shooting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this 15-year-old kid uh, named Ethan Crumbly, he gets a, his dad goes on Black Friday and buys a gun. Now, you guys both have kids, right? Mm -hmm. All right. So um, he buys his gun on Black Friday for his 15-year-old son. And right after that, the son's posting on social media, just got my, you know, my new baby or something with hard eye emojis. He's basically saying, this is mine. Right. The mom is saying, hey, I'm mother-son date with my son's new yep. gun, saying mm -hmm. it's his. You know, everybody's basically saying this is for this child right. and there's nothing wrong with necessarily teaching a child to ha be you know firearm safety and proper use of a firearm like that's within Especially in, in michigan yeah there's nothing wrong with that in and of itself right but uh, we always talk about how context matters so much right. well mm -hmm. after that the kid goes to school he starts googling ammunition and the parent the school finds out they call the parents the parents don't show up right. they later find out that the mom sends a text saying lol i'm not mad at you you just have to learn not to get caught right the next day the kids scribbling violent images like uh guns shooting people blood and saying like help me and you know uh, yeah all sorts of like calls for help basically right. the parents are called in again they say you have 48 hours to get this kid in counseling they don't ever ask where the gun is. Apparently, the gun's in the backpack the whole time. He goes, he shoots, and kills four kids. Same day. Same day. And then the parents basically flee to Detroit. They turn off their cell phones. They pull up four grand. They're hiding in an artist studio in Detroit, and they get caught, uh, and they get charged with involuntary manslaughter. So because, they just left him. Uh, well, he was already arrested right. at this point. But, yeah, I mean, they, they I think they saw the writing on the wall that – uh, this prosecutor is going to charge them as well, Absolutely. which, you know, look, um, that's that's very rare in criminal context. Mm. Like as a personal injury lawyer, I see this a lot where parents or companies can be held responsible for things that their children or their employees do. Right. So, for example, uh, negligent entrustment is a big one. If I give a vehicle to somebody that I know is drunk or doesn't have a license and then that person goes and kills somebody, then you're responsible if it's your car. So the law has a lot of different things like that, especially personal injury law. If I know that there's a puddle on the ground and I don't clean it up and I don't right. notify anybody and they slip and break their leg, then I'm responsible. 
criminal law is much rarer. That does not happen very often. Wow. But this is like one of the few times in American history where parents have been charged for the acts of their children. Mm. And, you know. Well, they should, I, I think these parents should uh, be charged and have some part in it because they felt kind of like they participated with well, it. Encouraged you know? him. Encouraged yeah. yeah. If anything. Gave support. So can, can they be held? Some uh, You said manslaughter, I guess. Uh, that's, liability. That's yeah. Liable. Well, this, this, you're talking about like for money? Yeah. Well, so here's the hard part about this, and I don't know how this is going to shake out, but what the prosecutor said when they charged him is that this is not negligent. This is beyond that. It's reckless. Oh, right. Well, generally speaking, insurance policies only cover accidents. They don't cover reckless behavior. Mm. So when the prosecutor, and the prosecutor is probably not thinking this way because I am always thinking this way and they're, right. they're not in this world. But like when you start using those buzzwords, you might be inadvertently voiding any like homeowners insurance coverage or anything else. If it even would have applied, I don't know. Maybe you know in Ohio, there's something called the Victims of Crime Fund. It's a yeah, trust right. fund yeah, that's yeah. set up for people who are hurt by like shootings mm -hmm. or you know they get they get assaulted or something, right. and then they don't have any money to pay for their medical bills or whatever. There's money in Ohio that you can go to and get if you're a victim of a crime, and I hope that there's something like that in Michigan. Somebody asked a question and said, what's the difference between this and, and the uh, written, uh, written house case? It's a huge difference. Uh, his mama drove him. Well, well, and yeah. the intent. The intent for this guy was to kill. Oh, written, that's the difference. Probably. Rittenhouse's case was he wasn't intending to kill when he went to the okay. to the. Uh, so the law says. Right, right, right. So, so that case said, right? This is not my opinion. Right, this right, is, right, right. This, this is, is the law. As a, as a matter of law, yeah, after yeah. that trial, they said that he had the intent to kill, and the jury said no, he did not. Right. He just went there, and he was acting in self-defense. So this guy, this kid, certainly was not acting in self-defense. Right, and yeah, yeah. And we always talk about how context matters, right? It's like right. the, the fact that the parents bought the kid a gun and trained him how to use it isn't necessarily the problem. It's everything that happened after okay. that, you know? She, she's saying as far as uh, but that, it's not the same. parent involvement. The fact that she drove him up there to be a part of that right? I guess I mean, it, it, the parents could – well, if he was held liable for the, for the deaths of those three people, then she will be yeah. – Well, and I'm not he sure – She was acquitted. So. I'm not sure right. she's not civilly liable, though. Civil, so, so civil. Let, I mean, let's yeah, let's unpack that, right? Like OJ was innocent, but then he was found civilly liable. Right. If it were me as a personal injury lawyer, I would be going after her mom's homeowners insurance policy, saying that she was careless in bringing a child there mm -hmm. with a gun he shouldn't have had. Right. Right. So I think so that that's still, still could be held, he could be held liable still, right? I would say that uh, civilly, yes, civilly. and and she probably as well for her participation right. in that. At least it's an argument that might float. Right. I don't know if it carries the day, but it's I mean, a good argument. Yeah. I mean, right. if you guys are, I'll put you guys on the jury, right. man. We'll just get this thing done. <laughs> I can't imagine what would happen to me if they I drove my son to this, a... They're going to go back and watch this show and disqualify his auto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't uh, imagine what would happen to me if I drove my son to a rally to... He oh, no, come yeah. on, yeah. And I mean, yeah. also, like, if you guys, if your guys' children were doing some things that were, like, this troubling in school, huh. I assume you guys would handle it oh, yeah. very seriously. I mean, it seemed like he yes. was reaching out for attention, drawing yeah. stuff like... If you send that your desk drawing, how the teacher gonna know what you're drawing unless you right? Show you it want or them to yeah, see yeah, it yeah. or something? I mean, also they also saw like found the uh, googling ammunition. I mean, the kid was getting caught repeatedly, right? And he was like obviously obsessed with this gun. Like it's it's right. as a parent, you got to be a little bit more aware, yeah. you know. And it's easy to like sit here after this whole thing plays out and you're like Monday morning quarterbacking, but but still, it seemed like they were careless because when they called the parents to come to the school the day of the shooting, when they when they uh, when he they saw the note that he was writing or the drawing that he did, they didn't show up. 
and right. didn't answer the phone. Turned yeah. the phones off. They just didn't really. Uh, well, the first time when they were Googling the ammunition, they didn't show up. Oh, okay. They did show up for the drawing. But at oh. that point, the kid had altered the drawing. Mm. Uh, and they basically did said, you know, what? I, okay, they let the kid stay in school. And you also have to start to think about, like, what is a school administrator right. supposed yeah, to do yeah, in that yeah. situation? Go home. For the yeah. yeah. Like just How about you're expelled for 10 days for drawing a gun? I've, I've heard of that before. Yeah. I mean, it, my son got got expelled from school for drawing a, a fight on the on a piece of paper. Right, but Said the, the only people who could have known where that gun was were the parents. Mm-hmm. They knew yeah, that yeah, they yeah. bought it. Mm-hmm. They knew that it wasn't where it was supposed to be. Right. And you know, only uh, uh, less than half of states have laws related to the safe storage of firearms, which is just ridiculous. You would mm. think that there's because a lot of that's really hard to police. How do you know where I'm storing my gun? Right. As the government, you gotta what watch me at all times, bust right. into my house with no reason, and look where my guns are. So. It's a it's a problem without a solution, really. But I think that holding them responsible is uh is going to be an interesting thing that doesn't happen very often. Right. So, anyways, let's move to something a little lighter. My brother got suspended for having a gun and cutting his hair. Really? He had to cut it out, y'all. Had a gun in his head? Yeah, he had a gun. Like cutting his head. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like a haircut. Oh, okay. Really? He got. How long did he get suspended for? Like a day. He had. It was just like a day, so So he can get a haircut. Yeah, he had to get it cut out. Well, wow, man, that's crazy. But yeah, I mean, it is, that's the thing. Is like in this situation, there probably could have been a million things done differently. Mm-hmm. But every one of these cases, what's the commonality in the Travis Scott case? In this case, we're all looking at it backwards, looking. Right, right. Or we're saying, well, we know what happened, so we would do something differently. Right. And mm-hmm. it's just a lot harder, I think, when you're in that moment. Hindsight always twenty twenty. There you go, man. So, anyways, a little lighter topic. All right. You know, uh, Texas assistant football coach uh, Jeff Banks and his girlfriend Danielle Thomas are being sued after Thomas's monkey allegedly bit a child on Halloween. Hmm? <laughs> what, what was that? <laughs> what, 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 Halloween party with the monkey? So, according to a new lawsuit that was filed, the children's parents filed a lawsuit in Travis County District Court in Austin, Texas. The lawsuit seeks damages for gross negligence. And defamation. The couple said that their child and two friends went trick or treating on Halloween. They were invited to the bank's residence to attend a haunted house. And once they were done with the haunted house, the lawsuit states the child and his friends were taken to the backyard where Thomas, which is Jeff Banks' girlfriend, kept a monkey. They said it was trained to give high fives, but the monkey instead bit the child. According to the lawsuit. What? Yep. He was uh, the child was treated by a physician. The lawsuit stated the doctor told. Uh, Thomas, you needed to file a report with the health department, but instead they tried to discredit the child and then protect the monkey. Wow. Mm. So he just didn't want to give them kids a high five. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe he didn't like them. He didn't like their vibe or something. They didn't have to sign a disclaimer before going to the haunted house? Uh, apparently not. I don't know why. Why are you having a haunted house? house in the first place and inviting a bunch of public people over when you're like any sort of public figure like this? Right. Most, uh, most haunted houses... Um, like you signed a disclaimer. You would, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Maybe they were just doing it for like yeah. winners. Maybe he gave him like the fist bump instead of the high five, and the <laughs> monkey was like, "That's too much, man." Like, like the, you ever see that one where people like really just give you the wrong <laughs> high five? Yeah. 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 Well, anyway, like you know, every state handles this issue with dog bites and animal bites and whatnot a little bit differently. So Ohio and a lot of other states have what's called strict liability, which means you are strictly liable if your animal hurts anybody, and it doesn't matter if you knew that they were dangerous or or if you even did anything wrong. 
wrong. Right. As long as the person's not trespassing or provoking the dog by like fighting it or something. The kids want provoking the monkey? We I don't know yet. I mean, this is like all these cases, right? You hear the yeah. initial fi- shot fired over the bound, and then you don't really have all the context. Uh, yeah, allegations are cheap, man. You know. They probably was provoking that monkey. Well, that's we'll see. But um, you know, had this been in Ohio, I think it would have been a pretty open and shut case. You have an animal, the animal hurts somebody, boom, done. And dog bites like that happen all the time. We see them all the time, including to children. It happens right. probably more to children than anybody else. Right. So you really got to teach your children not to just approach dogs. They're cute and cuddly mm-hmm. sometimes, right. but you run up to a dog as a young child and you don't know. Right. You know. I can, My son got attacked by uh, a pit bull. He's probably terrified. Is he terrified of dogs now, or is he big cool? dogs? He yeah, he don't like big dogs. And then you know, dogs also like I think sense that fear a little bit sometimes, yeah. and then yeah. they react negatively. Well, I just think I think the dog that attacked him was uh, she had just had puppies. Mm, so I think she, she was just, she was just wanting to move because mm-hmm. she didn't like a mauling. She just like like smacked him with her paw. And like you know, got it. So uh, it wasn't like a full on yeah, bite. Yeah, she was trying to like, just get away from me like, type me, of thing. Leave me alone. Yeah, I mean, the, the other thing we see is that if you think about the way like a children, a child and a full-size dog Same height size. is, yeah. it's like they're face-to-face. So a lot of times we end up seeing bites to faces. Mm-hmm. It's It can be really nasty. So you really, really need to instill in your children that they need to be safe around dogs they don't know. They need right. to ask permission to pet uh, those yeah, dogs. Yeah. That's the big one. Is like, is your dog going to, you know, is it okay if I pet your dog? Right. Because, you know, we see too much, man. I saw a video yesterday uh, on social media. It was a, a lady with a uh, German Shepherd, with like holding a German Shepherd, and a little boy just ran up to the dog, like just about to pet, and the, and the owner of the dog, you know, had exactly. to lock the kid away. Like, hey, hey, hey. And that's, and that's because somebody didn't teach that child yeah, yeah. Uh, what's appropriate and how dangerous dogs can be. Yeah, they don't, they're not always dangerous, but they, all it takes is a second. Mm-hmm. Somebody should be holding that child's hand, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Now, other states take the position that every dog gets one bite. You're not liable <laughs> unless your dog has bitten somebody before. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You know? So I, I don't know which the right answer to that. Personally, I think that strict liability, if you choose to own a dog, you are strictly responsible for anything that happens because of that dog is the right answer, and that's how Ohio has landed on it. But, you uh, know, there's room for debate there. I, I think it depends on the situation because if somebody runs up to my dog and I'm walking my dog and I have my dog on a leash and they walk up to my dog or run up to my dog, I think that that person should be responsible for their actions. On well, ha- so you, having know, my, you should have a, a muzzle on it. Mm, it's not a law to have a muzzle on your well, dog. Well, so if you're teasing, tormenting, or abusing the dog, then that strict liability thing doesn't apply. Okay. So, mm. I mean, teasing would be... I'm, I'm Running not, up to my dog and you don't know my dog is teasing. Gra- or, well, that's I don't know but it goes that far. That might be like taking their bone and holding it up from them, for example, or kicking them or something. It's usually pretty extreme, but... Running up is one of those things you just got to... I mean, look, the reality is, uh, we've talked about this a lot. The law, after the fact, if your child gets bit in the face, it doesn't really matter what we say about what should and should not happen. Your kid got bit in the face. Money's not a good way to keep score in that instance. Mm -hmm. So you're better off preventing it. And by preventing it, you need to teach your kid and instill in your child that dogs are not only to be loved, but also there should be some healthy, you know, fear and skepticism, not like in all instances, Mm -hmm. but just be a little cautious, you know? So anyways... Um, My family philosophy was dog got teeth, it bite. There you go. <laughs> that's a good. That's good. That's a good yeah. way to learn. That's a good lesson. Got teeth, it bite. So you guys ever see that uh, Dave Chappelle skit when keeping it real goes right? Keeping it real goes wrong. Or wait, actually, it's when keeping it real goes wrong. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we, we're like, so this is the opposite of that when keeping it real goes right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there, in 1966, an Air India plane is flying over Mount Blanc. 
and it crashes. And it had 117 people on it. Um, it deposited debris all across the Swiss Alps at the highest point. So a lot of this stuff has never really been found. And they also really don't know why this thing blew up. There's all sorts of conspiracy theories that it was a political hit and all sorts of other stuff. But they never really figured it out. Well, a guy is climbing the Alps recently and he finds $169,000 worth of gems. Mm. Precious gems. So what do you guys do if you, that happens to you? Why am I business? Uh, <laughs> try to cash it in somehow. Well, you know, you, the risk, of course, is that you try to cash it in. Somebody else makes claim to it. You uh, get caught with that, whatever. So what's this guy do? He decides, I'm just going to turn this stuff in. So he turns it into the local authorities, $169,000 worth of precious stones. And they tried to figure out who it was. This happened in 2013. So this has been going on for nine years now. They were unable to figure out whose these were. And so recently, this month, they decided, hey, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. The local government and, and the guy who found them, we're going to split them down the middle. So the guy got 80, I think it was like $89,000 or something like that. Wow. So And the plane crashed back in 1966? That's right. They didn't have no manifest of the plane? or Couldn't figure out whose they were. So Nobody he, came yeah, forward. Yeah. What happened if he would have kept it, though? I mean, he, he may have gotten away with it. He may have gotten charged with theft or they may, somebody may come out of the woodwork and say those are mine after he tried to sell them. Mm. So, I mean, I, is this when keeping it go, real goes right? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. It is. Because he got, he got money out of it. I mean, he got something out of it. If he would have kept he it. He says he does not regret being honest after his discovery. I wouldn't because he got something out of it. If he would have got, if it would have turned in the money uh, and the jewels and said, okay, Thank see you. you. Thanks, pal. Right. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, right. We're going to go put these in a museum. Because that's what they right. do with the other half. They're putting them in a museum. It's uh, opening on the 19th of December. So half of okay. them are going to a museum, half of them going to this guy. You know what wow. happened to the museum? Might buy the rest of them from Yeah. Yeah, that could yeah. be. A he's, set, I would say $160,000 for the rest of them. He's, he said he's content to take half of it, and he's using part of it to renovate his apartment. Oh, wow. But it also took him like eight or, or ten years, you know? Yeah. Right. I mean, it's a good reward, though. Yeah. Worth the wait. I would say, yeah. $90,000. Yeah, a lot of people are talking about their dogs here. Like, if you can't yeah. run up to a dog, leave it at home or muzzle it. My dog doesn't like strangers. People love how it looks, so they're quick to run over to us. I mean, that's the thing, mm -hmm. right? It's like dogs look cute and cuddly, but some everyone's got different that. personalities. Some dogs yeah. don't be on that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Even little dogs, though. Little dogs are the same way. Right. Actually, probably little dogs are probably the worst. Yeah, because they got yeah. Napoleon complex. Yeah. Now, what people need to know is that if they're uh, homeowners, their homeowner's insurance would cover any dog bite that yeah. happens, but the thing that people don't know most often is renter's insurance can protect you here oh. Oh, so okay. if you have renter's insurance and your dog bites somebody then you're protected that way as well so dog owners should definitely have either homeowners or renter's insurance every time because mm -hmm. otherwise you know you end up in bankruptcy right. or any other number of things that could happen if you end up getting sued mm -hmm. yeah. car gets taken your garnish your wages get garnished like it's just you know I, all that i love and hate insurance at the same time right necessary evil but Protects you when you need it. Sometimes. Yeah, Jason, your dogs are all barking on bite. <laughs> your dogs make so much noise, but still, they still could like they're still an animal and they still could attack. You know what I'm saying? That's right. You just we. I mean, even humans sometimes they don't like other humans. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like people sometimes people just don't. Don't, don't walk up to me. Right. Give me no dap. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I hope you guys don't bite anybody. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. Uh, all right, let's keep moving. Uh, you guys, you guys uh, obviously remember when uh, the St. Louis Rams became uh, what the 
Uh, they went to LA. LA, LA Ram. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So that was like a whole thing. Right. Um, it costs. Whenever these cities build these stadiums and stuff, like the counties and the cities are on the hook for a whole lot of money. Mm. Like it's it's usually done through bonds, right. and then those bonds are debt for the city or the county. So like it's a big deal when somebody builds a stadium, and they hope that when they do that, that team never leaves. Right. If you think about it, most teams for the most part stick where they are. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, they move it's every rare. once in a while. Yeah. But th- but St. Louis also lost a major league baseball team, didn't it? Yep. Cardinals, right? Cardinals. They lost the Cardinals. Uh, I think they did, or if they or maybe it was at risk to lose that. Did they lose the Cardinals? I no, I think St. Louis is still there. Um, yeah. maybe they're at risk of losing them was at some it, point. The hockey team they lost the Blues. Yeah, the St. I, Louis I think Blues. They, they don't have the Blues anymore. I don't think so. Did the Blues move? I heard about the Blues. I thought it was the Cardinals that moved. Maybe I'm wrong. Anyone know about that? Oh, the Cardinals uh, may be moving. Maybe they are moving. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Well, anyways, uh, when the when the Rams left the St. Louis, there was this huge outcry. And before they left, uh, people had invested almost twenty million dollars in doing new site plans and architecture right. work to try to get them to stick around. Mm. And there were promises kind of held the whole time that they were going to stick around, and then they just left up and left. And they were they weren't there that, they weren't there that long, was it? Yeah, uh, they've been there since since they started. I thought it was L.A. Rams first and then it went to St. Louis and then mm. went back to L.A. No, it started. Well, so basically what what ended up happening after this, of course, is that all of these stakeholders in St. Louis decided, hey, look, we're going to sue you guys from leaving like that. Like, we don't we didn't think that was appropriate. You lost us so much money. Well, they recently just settled that for seven hundred and ninety million dollars, which will all go to try to limit some of the bleeding from this what? team leaving. But realistically, I mean, that uh, a loss. an NFL team. Brings in way more money than that, and yeah, yeah. probably even every year for the yeah. local community, for the Billions bars, the restaurants, year, yeah. the hotels. Uh-huh. I mean, it's jobs. Like, mm-hmm. there's so much that goes into that. So. I wonder if it would be cheaper for them to just buy a team. Man. I don't know uh, that because because listen to this. So the owner of the uh, Rams, a guy named Stanley, uh, I think Crunky, he paid five hundred and fifty million dollar relocation fee when he left and brought the team uh, over to Los Angeles. Then he spent an additional $5 billion to build the SoFi Stadium yes. in Inglewood, California. Yeah. And now he's paying $790 million to St. Louis. So the $790 million is almost just as much as he paid for the relocation fee. Right. And it's nothing compared to what he paid for the stadium. Right. So like, he's, he's like, oh, okay, yeah. whatever, I'll pay it. I mean, imagine like if you pay $5 billion to build a stadium, all that money is going to contractors, construction trades, Vendors, mm-hmm. you know, suppliers of material. I mean, that's a huge influx to the community. Yeah. So seven hundred ninety million dollars is like yeah, it's like nothing. It's not. I wonder how much they make gross a year. Uh, the Rams, that's, that's, uh, uh, it's the, the Arizona Cardinals. No, that's that's football. That's, football. Yeah, yeah. that's what it was. Eighty yeah. eight. They lost in nineteen eighty eight. They lost the Arizona Cardinals. Oh yeah. Okay, it was the St. Louis Cardinals, mm-hmm. and they moved to Arizona. Mm-hmm. Football? Yeah, I believe so. A DB might know. I think that's right. So, yeah, here uh, Tony says it's the Arizona Cardinals, I thought. That's right. So, I guess there were two Cardinals teams there. But, yeah, so, I mean, this these things are – this is, like, super important for people's bottom line. Like, in the, they're probably still holding that – for this whole stadium and all of that. And then they leave these, like, big stadiums with... Like, what, what we got that one up in uh, uh, Detroit? Fort Field. No, no, it was the one that they just, like, blew up. It wasn't in Detroit. It was, like, outside of Detroit. Oh, Pontiac. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, oh, it's, 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 Superdome? Or uh, Silverdome? Silver the Silverdome. Yeah, Silver 
You see those videos of that thing like it. imploding uh-uh. recently? I saw the video of them blowing up the palace. Yeah. They blew up the palace too? At Auburn Hills, yeah. What? The Silver Dome was like 90 something, 93,000 people. Mm-hmm. So that so was So, like, huge. it's one thing when a, t- a team moves from one place in the city to another place in the city. Oh, here we go. Cleveland Rams first, 1936, then the LA Rams in. 46 and oh, okay. the St. Louis Rams in 94 so and I'm back to LA the LA to, Rams. Okay. Right. I, I thought so. I, I wasn't for sure, but I thought so. There you go, man. So, um, mm. look at that. Tony really coming in coming in with that. What did you Google that, Tony? Just now? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, everyone's just the smartest person in the room with Google. Yeah. <laughs> well, so anyways, uh, $790 million was the outcome of the settlement. One of the reasons why they think the settlement happened is because it was at the last moment where they were about to go to trial and have to explain how the NFL deals with relocation and what mm. goes on in those rooms. Right. And the NFL did not want to put people on the stand and have to explain that. I wonder why. Is it some, some underground stuff that they don't want to... I mean, look, a lawsuit is very probing. You know, there's a lot of information that gets out. There's a lot of uncomfortable conversations that have to be had. So money that gets spent. The Cardinals were in St. Louis. St. Louis Cardinals from 1960 to 19 to 1987. They moved from when they moved from uh, St. Louis to Phoenix. That's when the Rams moved from L.A. Well, it was like a seven year gap. Oh, they moved from L.A. To uh, St. Louis in 1994. And that's when they so had it was a, it was the St. Louis Cardinals, huh? That's when they had Marshall Falk. Yep, and uh, Kurt Warner won the Super Bowl. Okay, yeah. 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 There's a lot of secrecy in how what goes on in those rooms when a team is being allowed to relocate. Mm. Nobody really knows what that goes on in those rooms and like what makes that decision okay versus not okay. And I don't think the NFL wanted to play with that. They're also looking for a billion dollars in damages. It's a lot of decisions. So seven, wow. Yeah, yeah, 700, yeah. 790 million is what they got, right. so they say. But by the way, nobody has actually confirmed that at the NFL. Mm-hmm. There were some anonymous sources that said it was 790 million. but we So they distribute that amongst the shareholders or whoever invested in that uh, to keep them in St. Louis? Uh, well, it's not staying in St. Louis, but no, it's uh, supposed to go up to make for financial losses from tourism entertainment fees. So I don't know oh, where exactly. The city. Okay, okay. Yeah, probably the... Uh, let's see, La- La- St. Louis Regional Convention and Sports Complex Authority and the county. They, turn the, they probably turned that stadium down and scrap it too. The St. Louis Stadium? They scrapped that whole stadium. They don't Which use is... that for for, uh, for baseball? I don't know. I think they use the same stadium. Oh, well, no, that's yeah, they, yeah, they, they, they can't tear that down. They, they took a loss. <laughs> they took a loss, dude. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not going to be cheap. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. Is like, it's just ripple effects. Is, is this a solution? Probably not. But the NFL, if we know anything about them, they do not like the light of day. It sanitizes a lot of the things they do, and it brings yeah. a lot of that stuff to light. Even and, with the stuff with uh, John Gruden. Like all that stuff yeah. about the Washington football team changing mm-hmm. their name. Yeah, yeah. They, they hit all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's easier. And this is true for like any, a lot of big companies, insurance yeah. companies as well, or any any big company. They, they prefer to just not let you get a shot at them publicly mm-hmm. if they can avoid it. And by settling something, it kind of goes away a little quietly because, yeah, we're talking about it sort of here, but we don't really know the details of what happened. And we didn't gain any information about why a, a team might leave and what are the, the considerations and all that. So, anyways. One more. Uh, you you guys start your day with some coffee, I assume? I got about to do this morning. Yeah, but I've seen you drink coffee before. <laughs> so uh, whenever you buy a thing of coffee, a can of coffee, it says on the outside, like, brews this many cups, right? Well, Folgers is now in a lawsuit against a guy who claims that they misrepresented grossly the number of cups in a can of Folgers ground coffee. 
really? Yeah, it takes a special kind of guy probably to measure this out <laughs> all the time. But there's a guy in Missouri named Mark Smith who keeps track of Such exactly. A name. I know, right? Mark he keeps track of exactly how many cups you're able to brew from it. Uh, apparently, the lawsuit says that he looked at 42 different varieties of Folgers coffee. Guy must just be wired. That's right. actually probably how he got this done. <laughs> right. So shout out to Folgers for that, I right, guess. Yeah. And uh, he said that. Uh, every pack that he found in those 42 averages out to 68% of what they say it has in there. 68%? Yeah. He really measured it that close? 68.29%. Oh, wow. So, Come you know, on now, Mark. That Come on, Mark. <laughs> so he you says, got a job, Mark. He says it's an, no. a classic and unlawful bait-and-switch scheme that causes unsuspecting customers to spend more money for less than the advertised amount. Mm, mm, mm. So he's going after him, man. And, you know, this is the first I wonder what story did he buy the folders at? Kroger, probably. Uh, so, <laughs> like, what does he think he's going to get from this? Uh, I assume money, but uh, there have been many other lawsuits filed against Folgers, actually, before mm. for this exact same thing. This isn't the first time that this has happened. And they won the case at one point uh, and another time because they wrote on there up to x amount of cups up to 60 cups and they said well yeah i mean it could be up to 60 cups it just sort of depends Uh, how strong you make your coffee how big your cup is like it's just you know it's just so i don't know whether this is gonna work or not but uh they're 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 arguing about this now because like when we make sometimes i tell him don't put so much so much coffee in there because it's sometimes it's too strong Mm -hmm. or you know we're trying to preserve our coffee, yeah. so it, up to yeah, it depends on like how how like how you like your coffee, yeah. stronger or lighter. I mean, I've had I've had cases that have been decided on the difference between like and and or in a contract, right? So like up to up up to is gonna get yeah. I think largely gonna get them off the hook here right, because yeah, it's yeah. like yeah no I said it was like up to that point I didn't right. say it was guaranteed that <laughs> right. point I mean it's not it's not wrong so. it's exactly yeah yeah so anyway the word is very. The wordplay. Yeah, and uh, we've talked about this issue before, and I'm I'm no fan really of the Ohio. Well, I mean, they don't say that it's a full bag necessarily. Right, yeah. They put the ounces on there, but if someone wants to get their scale out and measure some ounces, yeah. <laughs> we could probably have some fun with that. Right. So uh, I think it's probably no surprise I'm not a huge fan of the Ohio criminal justice system or the right. prison system in particular. I think it's like very overused. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the ne- most negative things that we have in Ohio is that we were one of the first states to privatize prisons. We're like a company, the Correctional oh, yeah. Corporation right. of America runs prisons. So, like, I, I think that we've got a really bad history of prison use in this, you know, and we, we put people behind bars for things that they frankly need treatment for or something right. else, right? Whatever. Okay. Well, uh, recently, the Ohio prison system was sued by the estate of a man who died after a violent clash with some prison guards. Uh, So the family of a man who died in that violent clash with prison guards filed a wrongful death lawsuit against the state of Ohio on December 2nd of 2019. A guy by the name of Dewey McVeigh Jr., he was brutalized, slammed against a cell wall, pounded with hammer fist blows while he was handcuffed, and he died 18 days later. And he was 55. He was one of several men who died during a two-year period of time while incarcerated at the Correctional Reception Center in Pickaway, Ohio. So the way it works in the Ohio prison system, in large measures, you go to this one place, and then they distribute you throughout the system. And it's always uh, been in Pickaway, Ohio, this Correctional Reception Center, which, like, okay, great. You're giving, like, a reception. It sounds like you're... It sounds, it sounds, sounds like, like a little, right, <laughs> little relaxed. Of a reception. It's like a big intake. Well, yeah, we now yeah. find out that the reception involved hammer fist blows to handcuffed people. Big hole wow. tank. 
So multiple multiple employees apparently witnessed the misconduct, but they failed to intervene or report it, which is like another thing that happens in the prison context, especially. There's been a lot of studies that have shown that when people are guards over inmates, that they start to act differently. They think yeah. less of the inmate. Mm -hmm. They don't care as much yeah. about them. They're, right. they're, it's a dehumanizing experience. So this isn't atypical at all. And um, basically, we, the USA Today Network, Ohio Bureau, uncovered all of this through some really hard-hitting investigative reporting, which is why the press is so important, by the yeah. way, guys. It's like the press the press in its purest sense not yeah, the yeah, like yeah. right you know opinion political press necessarily mm -hmm. but the hard-hitting local investigative jour mm. journalism stuff they uncovered this whole thing about how this was happening time and time again down at this correctional center and while the correctional center down at pickaway admits that they did nothing wrong at all they have made some changes they've added more security they have emphasized de-escalation tactics to their mm. staff they're strengthening suicide prevention efforts. They're changing leadership, and they're holding staff accountable when they don't meet expectations, so they say. You know, probably a Band-Aid for a bullet wound, and unfortunately, right. a guy lost his life, and the crazy. lawsuit would allege wrongfully so. So we'll oh. see how that plays out, but, you know, we got to do better. The CO, you know, the CO, that's a hard job to have, you know. It is. Just like you, you're almost like a prisoner yourself. You just... Yeah, you, yeah. Can, you can move around. You go to prison every day. But, I mean, yeah. and I feel for that too. I mean, it's a thankless job, right? When you is. ever get any accolades or awards right. or anything, you're just there to your babysitter for dangerous people, basically. Right. That can snap at any time and throw feces and spit on you and all kind of nasty That's right. shit. Right. And if that happens enough times, even the good inmates who are not like that, you're yeah. still gonna view them yeah. all the same all way, the same way, right? right? And so treat like, them all the same. Yeah. So like it's it's understandable, but it's like maybe the only solution not is to, don't put people in that position so much. Right. Yeah, not to like put somebody to where they can't eat walk, talk, or or die. Like that's insane. I don't care what somebody how somebody treats you, like you still have a job to do. The job is to keep that person, you know, in a position as far as being incarcerated, not to kill them. Yep. So and I mean, some, some prisons have crazy rules that the COs got to abide by, and it's, you know, it's just crazy. And then a lot of the COs don't make enough money no, for yeah, sure. No, no, so like, I'm I, sure I, I do, yeah, I do sympathize to a certain like extent. 15, yeah, yeah. So you know, I I definitely can sympathize with a lot of what they go through, but at the same time, too far is too far. Mm -hmm. And a handcuffed man does not need to have right. hammer fists oh, no. rain down on oh, him. No. And we and we every like couple weeks we get back to a topic where something like this happens mm -hmm. in an and Ohio they probably, prison. They probably been wanting to get him because he probably been messing with him. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It just just it all it just popped off. Yeah. You know, like something happened and just it just you know just happens like that in a snap. And that's what we're seeing with all these things with the Travis Scott thing, with the shooting in Michigan, with mm -hmm. this thing. Things just turn quick and then. You don't have, it's just in a blink of an eye. Right. Life's ask, fragile, man. Let me ask you a question. Did you see the video about the guy who was um, on the other guy's porch trying to get his kid and he shot him and killed him? Uh, he was in trying Texas. to do what? He was, he was trying to get his kid. Like from a Somebody was trying to kidnap? They were trying kid? to pick his kid up from, from the mom for his visitation time. Yeah. And she didn't have it, but the mom's boyfriend, I guess it was his house. Uh, and they, was, they kept telling him, get away, get away. And he walked up to him like he was about to try to fight him, and he shot him. He killed him right on the porch. Really? Yeah. I mean, that's that's just how. I, this is like the one thing I've learned right. in personal injury law is life is really fragile, and the health that we have today is not necessarily what we're guaranteed tomorrow. So you have to really, really enjoy what you got. Man. That's it, man. That's crazy. That's it. All we got is the present. Really, I've mm -hmm. seen people's lives changed in a heartbeat. <sighs> it's just that simple. So. 
I'm thankful every day. Everybody want to shoot. Yeah. Or get in a car. I mean, shit, you get in a car accident walking across the street, right? right I'm right. thankful for my health and my loved ones every single day. And all we got is the moment that we're here. That's so I'm happy it. to be here with you guys. Yeah. You know, nothing else is promised to me. Right. But I'm here now. Happy for the moment. There yeah, you go. See, Duan Battle saw that. Yeah, he just took dude right out. Dude just trying to get his kid and the mom acting stupid. Just took him right out. Like, hmm. It's just senseless. Like, you know, it's it's easy to pull a trigger. It doesn't take much. It doesn't take courage to pull a trigger, right? Yeah. It's a lot harder to go through the right way of doing that legally and fighting that mm-hmm. and spending the money. Yeah. It's 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 easy and cowardly to pull a trigger, really, end of the day. Anyone yeah. can do it. You got a finger that works. That's all it takes. Right. You know? So... Uh, do you want to take questions? Yeah, Anybody sure. Got any, any questions? questions? What do you any got? legal topics? I know Tony's been on this uh, this this judge down in uh, Tony. Where's that judge? Like oh, Alabama yeah. oh. or something? Duane Battle. I had one, that was one of my topics too. The uh, football player dying in police custody. Glenn Foster. You heard about that? Uh, I, I read. I read recently? a little bit about it. Yeah, he died in police custody recently. Yeah, he was. Uh, he got arrested for domestic violence with DV, and he had been drinking. Yeah, he had been drinking and whatnot, and um, they had him because he was real. He was, zero to he was real combative one and everything, and uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just like the same. It's the same story as that other guy, really. It's like, but you here's the problem with that. He's young. Oh, here, let's take this call. What do you okay, got? You on the line? Who's that? Hey, this is Jason. What's up? What's up, Jason? Hey, what's up, Jason? Not much. I just wanted to comment on that story that Clyde was talking about about the dude that went to take with his kid. Yeah. So the guy, like the kid, wasn't there. Like he went to pick up his his son or whatever, and the kid was gone. He wasn't even at the house no more. And so I don't know what they got. Like they didn't show nothing before, but yeah, they got the argument, and then dude said he was gonna shoot him, and then he was, "Are you gonna shoot me?" And he walked up in his face, and then he got shot. So it's, it's the father. The father is The father's left. Right, but wasn't that a was that a pickup spot for him? In the, uh, according to the custody agreement, wasn't that a pickup spot for the him? The kid wasn't there. Well, he was supposed to be there. Yeah, he was supposed to pick him up there. <laughs> but if you, if I but tell you my kid, your kid isn't there, here. What are you doing? Oh, right, you right. Well, he Call the police. Maybe you know that, <laughs> like anything else. That's both, what it should have Both done, of them made two. They both made bad decisions in right. that, at that point. He should have just walked away and said, my kid ain't here. I'm okay, I'm going home. And the guy with the gun should have said, yeah. I mean, the guy who shot him should have said, hey, your kid isn't here. If you don't leave, I'm going to call the police. Right. So. Because it, it's just like that going through. Well, I mean, but, but dude is threatening him and being aggressive. Said, I'm going to kill you. You know what I mean? And he didn't even have to go to first. I would have went he in my house, closed he the door, locked the door, and called the police. Right. He was, true. True. But, I mean, you got a high head, you know what I'm saying, and somebody that's don't leave your property, you know, and you in Texas, you got to stay in your ground law. So, you know what I mean? Leave. It's like, but it's like Dennis said, it's, much, it's like Dennis said, it's much easier to pull a trigger in those situations than to follow the proper procedures because from experience going through custody battles, situations like that, you're supposed to take note of when you go to trial, yeah. like on this date, and it obviously was, was filmed. Somebody was right. filming it. Yeah. Right. right. So, was it like a door, a, a door cam or something? I think it was a porch cam. It was, it was the wife. It was the um the father's new wife. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. over there to pick the kids. Yeah, yeah, it was. He was recording it. Hmm. He didn't know he was dead until she got out the car and ran up there. He thought he was just knocked out. Horrible. Horrible. Yeah. 
But um, yeah, it's messed up. But yeah, they they I feel like they was looking for trouble. And like, no, don't record getting your husband and pulling in the car and leave. Right, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm at work. I gotta finish stuff in my truck. Okay. Right. Right. <laughs> Thanks for calling in, Jason. All right. Yeah. Dewan Battle said he went inside yeah, yeah, the house. He said he went inside the house and got the gun and brought it back outside. I mean, that's that's premeditated, man. That's you walking in knowing that you're coming back out to kill somebody. That's right. premeditated yeah. murder. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a moment in time where you could have just locked the door and so went the police like Jesse yeah, said, right? Uh, 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 uh. That's, that's how a judge, I would hope a judge yeah. see it. So I, I I'm gonna get, I gotta get out of here in a little bit, but I do want to talk about this thing that Tony has been asking about for many many weeks. Uh, she is I'm particularly upset, rightfully so, about this judge Judge Scott uh, Scott da- Donna Scott Davenport. Uh, she was a judge down in I think it was um, yeah 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 and apparently there was like some fight at a school and there was a bunch of kids that didn't break up the fight or they were trying to break it up but they were uh, like some of them were watching some of them were trying to break it up and Mm. she ended up arresting like 11 or 12 kids almost all of them black which she's a white woman which I think race colors this story a whole bunch and some of these kids were like eight years old they weren't given lawyers they weren't told their parents sometimes weren't even told about it Mm. and it's just one of those like just way off the reservation things that she was doing and i don't think there's any excuse for it but she's sort of for a long time was getting a pass down there and i think a lot of that is because we are not uh even in the legal profession we're not trained to think skeptically about what judges do you put that robe on and we think somehow you're you're above any you know reproach you can't do anything wrong yep and i think that that's the clear takeaway from this whole thing is just judges are people too right. they make mistakes and just because they got a black piece of cloth on doesn't mean that they are somehow above the law or something mm. so it finally did catch up with her but the problem is that these kids lives were probably forever changed right i mean that's scary mm-hmm. to be taken away from your school without any representation without your parents being around putting handcuffs and scared like that i mean to do that without the parents involvement or the parents parents knowing is just crazy to me yeah and you know what i would say it's not just the judge's fault because the prosecution had to present a case right well i don't know that it actually ended up resulting in any charges i think she was like basically just trying to scare them yeah oh yeah. Yeah, like there was, was no just, there was no proceedings uh, like court oh, proceedings at all. I actually don't even think there was a charge. Yeah. Like it's oh. not a crime. It's just that she was just going too far. Oh, okay. just way too far. So it, it's an important story, and hopefully, whatever comes out of this situation, it sends a strong message to other judges that you just can't do whatever you want, yeah. especially with children. Come on, that's 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 crazy. So. Uh, there's been a whole blowback from her. She was supposed to. She was a. She was a commencement speaker at a university, and they've totally distanced themselves from right. her. Uh, mm. There's a U.S. Department of Justice investigation into but, her. But they act like they didn't know this was happening with her, and would they have had a distance from her if it wouldn't have been made public? Well, look, somebody knew. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like knew I used to work in. A, I used to work in a court, right? And any time that judge or any of the judges that I worked for did anything, some I knew. The sheriffs knew. Huh. The other staff members of the court knew. It's not like a judge could just do it on her on their own. Like they're directing right. people to do things. So, this and a lot is, of times, don't the prosecution pretty much tell the judge with the the sentence to hand down and everything? They just really go out there. And, yeah, but I don't think she. I don't even think she went like through the the no, court I'm, 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 I'm not sure she, she probably did, but I'm saying in general, 
In no, general, the, it, the prosecutor has to decide to bring the charges, and the yeah. judge doesn't really ever do something. Like, then the judge would order a warrant because a criminal charge mm-hmm. was brought, and then the police would go execute the warrant. That's right. just not the way this thing went down. It was, like, a lot like, – and yeah. in some areas, especially if a judge has been there long enough, they might be able to call up the sheriff or the I, ju- I want to know who informed the judge of these kids and their behavior. Uh, I think that the the two children that were in the fight were mm-hmm. charged with juvenile whatever crimes, and mm-hmm. so that probably brought it onto her radar. Okay. Or she saw a video of it because, of course, it's right you know, social media and all. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's like right in your face all the time. So maybe mm-hmm. she saw a video of it, but she told the police to go arrest every child that was involved in the situation, and they arrest eleven children. Sound like scary state going wrong. Yeah, there, there weren't even laws that were broken. It was just a. Uh, it was just like she just did. She just was all, just going way, way. I'm way. a judge, and I can. Do that right that's right, and that's not true. Any judge who thinks that needs to get off the bench right now. Yeah, yeah I'll probably need to get off yeah. the bench. But, you know, the other thing about that, and, and I think we really need to look at judicial uh, liability laws because for the most part, judges are almost entirely immune from everything they do. And I'm not saying that for decisions that they make on the law, they should be held liable. But when something like this happens, come on. Yeah. So I hope that there's money to be paid here, right. that she really she should absolutely lose any law license she's got. Right. Never be a judge again mm-hmm. and get shunned from polite society. And, you know, hopefully another judge will do it again. Shame on you, Judge. There you Tennessee. go. There you go. Wow. Oh, what, what about the judge in Wisconsin just changing the law? We're going to just throw that out of here. Uh-huh. In the Rittenhouse case, we're just, just going to throw it out of here. The, the law don't make sense to me, so I'm going to throw it out. Well, uh, Dennis, appreciate you. You got it, guys. Appreciate you guys. It's good to be here. I'll be back next week. Hang in there without Shay. <laughs> I know, right? You, yeah, you, guys are, you guys are holding it down. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll get better and better. Uh, so we'll take a quick break. We got a guest coming up soon. Uh, hopefully they'll show up. Uh, shout out to our sponsors: Hotbox, Hotbox, Mud City Entertainment, Yep, J. Russ Jennings, Yep, Sasha Denise, Sasha, Humidop Lucas County, Freedom, Swan and Swan, the People's Champ is here, the Social Butterfly, Hey Miss Carter, O Henry's Kitchen on Wheels, Rolling, Little Tots Transportation, A Servant's Heart, Is there a heart in the house tonight? Stand up, Healthy Spot Nutrition, Hit the Spot, Purple Hearts. Pepper Rain Gang Gang. Miss D's Kitchen. Chicken Wings and Things. Dr. Shiva Billions. Make it, make it rain. And Mud Made. Mud Made. Get over to mudmade.com right now. Check out the website. Use the promo code 419 Grind. Save 20% on the entire site. Support your local businesses. We'll be right back. Mudmade gear, hoodies, t-shirts, kids wear, head wear, and more. Use promo code 419 grind to get 20% off the entire site. Visit them at mudmade.com. That's M-U-D-M-A-D-E.com. It's back to sports. Welcome to Win or Lose Sports Show, presented by the 419 Grind. Talking sports, hip-hop, to pop culture. Available on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are heard. It's kickoff time. Yo, we sold out. Shit was popping last night. Hey, you sure you want this fiend looking after the spot? Oh, fuck you, old grimace-looking motherfucker. You oh, ain't okay, no fucking nigga, fiend. Yeah, you can't take a fucking joke, nigga. Man, fuck you, Nigga, man. it's a fucking joke. You know I ain't no fucking fiend. Come on, man. Fuck what he talking about, man. We're making a drop. Bobby or D-Love? I'm doing my damn stuff. 
Hey, you want me to come with you? Nah. Yo, what's up? What's up, B? Goddamn. Word got out about this spot quick, huh? <laughs> it's perfect. Where you can find this place at anyway? Walk past it all the time, hitting the record store. You went smoking our shit till you passed out? Oh, I'm not, I wasn't smoking. I was just tired. Y'all got me working like fucking 48 hours straight. You think this shit is a game, nigga? You think this shit is a game? Devon ain't here, so now you want to smoke and no. shit, huh? No. Now you want to no. smoke and no. shit? You want to smoke some shit, nigga? Here you go, nigga. Shoot, son, I'm sorry. Sorry, my ass. Devon should have been got you with your crack bitch ass, nigga. I want him to get out from me. Shut the fuck up, nigga. Oh, shut the fuck up. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. It's because of the spot. It's on his way to the hill. Where? Bobby said up a joint on Osgood by that boarded up bodega. I told you. It's about the location and it ain't about them having better shit. They definitely ain't got better shit. Niggas know that Red Tops is this shit. But, you know, things need to fix sooner than later. The fuck happened to your face? Dennis. Niggas like to play with fire, huh? When the bee 
my wish list come true. If I was Santa Claus and you was Big Rob, I swear I'd do it for you. Man, this Christmas, all I'm trying to see is a big old sexy mama underneath my Christmas tree. I want me a plus-size lady that ain't afraid to drop it like it's hot. Back it up and stack it up and show the world what she got. I mean, don't bring me Beyonce, Holly Berry, and Lil' Kim. Santa, they all cute, but man, they too daggone slim. To Deron Battle, who wants a big woman for Christmas. Terrible song selection. <laughs> Make him cornbread biscuits and dressing all day. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with a big woman, I'm just saying. Song, song wise? Oh, come on. <laughs> it was very great. There's some old school stuff right here. <laughs> some before your time, before my time. Big Rob, that's, uh, that's he was with the, uh, on them TV shows. That the dude. What TV show? Uh, Rob, uh, the skate dude. Is that Big Rob? No, nah, that's a different Rob. Oh. <laughs> but that that Rob from that show passed away, right? What show? Oh, the Big Rob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not the same Big Rob. Okay. I don't think so. I don't know what that Big Rob did. I thought it was just Big Rob. Oh, well, anyway. Once again, I've been turned on to a Christmas song I've never heard. I like that. So if y'all got some creative Christmas songs. Send them to us throughout the season. Maybe I ain't heard it. Maybe I ain't. I want to get some new Christmas music in my repertoire. You gonna play that in your rotation? Uh, I might though. Yeah. <laughs> I might go play it, that when we leave here. Yeah, just, it's in the Christmas music rotation. It's on the playlist. It's gonna play itself. I ain't just gonna go select it. Yeah, <laughs> if it come up, it come but up. It, but it's in there with the I want a hippopotamus. Oh, okay. I'm gonna add a wall in there. 
But uh, today we got our guest in the uh, building, professional basketball player, Alante Goo. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? How y'all How you doing? doing today, man? Man, I can't complain, man. I'm yeah. glad to be here. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, I've been uh, checking you out, doing your little thing through the little college uh, tour and all that, so you about to get picked up. And... Yeah, that's the plan. We're about to get ready to go to training camp in February. Um, I got to get ready to go down there December 18th for uh, official workouts. So now, where, Where's, where's down there? Uh, Rockwall, Texas, to be exact. It's okay. called the Rockwall Seveners. Uh, they in this league called the TBL. Um, if some of you don't know, the Toledo team from down here play in that league. They okay. just went to the league. So, okay. so you'll be playing against some home time. Mm-hmm. Okay, all yes, right. Sir, so yes, it's just a network that's starting to pick of up. Course. Yeah, that's the plan. That's what's the a, a sevener? Uh, I have no. <laughs> that's a, that's <laughs> like a 76 Yeah, yeah basically, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven. We got our own little name for it. You got so. to, to figure that out. Yeah, of course. I'm going to do that and I'm going to get back to you on that one for sure. So, how does that feel? You know, because I. You corrected me. You said I get paid for some professional basketball player, so I respect that. I do. It, it opened up my mind to think different. Sure. So how that feel though? Man, for me, it, it's it's great. Just the background for me is, right. is everything. You got a story, yeah, a, a real big one. So the background for me is everything. So for right now, it's just fair. It's it's a it's a sense of I'm not done yet. Right. I know yeah. I got a lot more. To well, let's, do. A let's, lot get into, more. let's get into a little bit of the background. Tell the people a little bit about your come up. Um, just me, you know. So me personally, um, I've only played one year of actual like OHSAA high school basketball okay. like technically so it, I started from there uh, where'd I you play from, uh, at Scott actually to be exact okay. yeah but I didn't yeah. start off at Scott that was the crazy part I actually started off at Northwood oh, okay mm-hmm. yeah out the way so I started off there went there with my guy Gavin um, it didn't really work out too much because when my dad got out of jail, um, he ended up not knowing too much about the out-of-district thing. Right, so yeah. once he got out, you know, my grandma kind of gave him more control over our lives. And, you know, trying to get him back. Yeah, yeah. So trying to get him back and, you know, in the groove of things. Right. And he didn't really know too much about it. And, you know, it's understandable. So I had to end up going to achieve my sophomore year. Okay. And I kind of played in that little prep league. It was. I probably averaged like thirty points a game in that league, mm-hmm. but you know, it was just a good little stepping right. stone. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to go to Scott that year, to be exact, but you know, it didn't really work out. So, luckily, the next year I went, um, played varsity, off the jump, um, did pretty good. I would say so. Had a great team. Uh, couldn't really, you know, finish it down the line, but. You know, I, right. I definitely learned it was something new for me because, you know, and for me, I felt that was pretty good. Uh, I played against all these guys, so right. I'm like, I should be good enough to go out here and do this. Why can't I? Right. You know, so I went out there, did my thing, um, and then senior year, uh, I attempted to try to do the LeBron James and uh, go to Rogers and, and try to play with those guys and, and see how that would work. You know, I kind of got sucked in. Yeah, you know, I kind of got sucked into that, but, you know, uh, did that. State kind of denied me, but it also was, you know, on me as well. Um, you know, I kind of was up and down with it. I didn't know too much what the state was going to do. So, you know, I kind of was BSing low-key just to be all the way honest and upfront with you. So, you know, it didn't really work out in my favor when the state was ready to approve me. So it didn't really work out. So I thought kind of that that would be the end for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I took a year off after that. So uh, let me ask you a question to kind of interject. Um with your dad coming home from jail, how was he supportive about your basketball career? Um, I mean, honestly, at first, you know, my dad was kind of big on me just kind of growing up. You know, right. Because he, he wasn't there, you know, right. kind of me growing up and becoming who I am today. So 
you know, he was just big on kind of like getting our bond back because that's not easy. You know, like right, me and absolutely. my dad kind of, while he was gone, I had to kind of take over the little, right. being the man of the house. And then when he came back, you know, of course he going to want that back. Right. So me, I'm kind of looking at him like, yeah, you can't just come in here and just, home, yeah, like, home you know what I'm saying? Time. But Hello, I love him home. to death. Uh, my dad probably was gone for about like five, six years almost. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it was just a, yeah, it was yeah. a pretty good portion of my life. But, right. Um, I I definitely have very good memories with the guy. Like that's why it was so big once we once he came back for me because it was just like I needed that because right. at that time I was Pops you up and motivated you more. My pops uh, on. I was yeah I was a little everywhere. I could I could say that for sure. I was a little everywhere. Are you, are you a father? Uh yeah. So that. and that's, it shows you how fathers need to be there. For man, support, honestly, man. it really does, and that's yeah. the big thing about it. And I love that to death. That's just the big part about it. Uh, my dad kind of taught me just a lot about just not kind of taking the way that he took in life. Right. You know, mm-hmm. like he was big on that's one thing my dad was really big on. Don't just be not me, being huh? easy. Don't be me. Right. Everybody say that oh you just like your dad. My dad hated because like <laughs> you not just like me. You your own person. Exactly. And I want you to be that own person. Be so as far away from me as possible. Yeah, exactly. Right. And if you want to do this, and I was around it when I was younger. Don't get me wrong, but like I said, my dad was just that guy that kind of steered me away from that, and that was mm-hmm. you know. Just the big thing for me, because if, if he didn't do that, who knows where I would be right now? Absolutely, like, you know. And that was just a bam. And shout out to my grandma as well. My grandma did a lot, <laughs> a lot. When my dad yeah. left and my grandma had to take custody of us, man, my grandma did that thing, and I, I appreciate her <laughs> with oh, everything good. I got. Oh, I, I'm telling you, I'm yeah. telling you. So now we done graduated and. Try to try to get the foot in the door somewhere. Hoop it. What's up? Uh, yeah, that's the plan. I mean, we graduated, went to Owens Community College. Uh, I'm sorry because the year that I was supposed to, you know, the year that I sat out. Not even that though. That's the even crazier part. The year before, before, yeah, man. When Dennis Springs was the coach, Uh I literally was there, like. On the way to coming there, like the whole nine open gyms, yeah. the whole nine, you Making know, I was excited, yeah, I saw you excited for springs, beans. excited for springs, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And because springs was my coach in seventh and eighth grade for junior Scott, okay, so oh, okay. I got the chance to come back, yeah, junior you know, Scott, play with, yeah. Yeah, yeah, basically like the junior high league, yeah. like okay. they brought it up around our time. Oh, okay. Reggie Penrose is the, I think he directs that. Oh, shout out to Reggie. Yeah, we had Junior Bowser, Junior Scott, uh, Junior Start, mm-hmm. um, basically just all the little, you know. Teams around here um, But you know I wanted to play with him And then he ended up Getting fired unfortunately And it kind of like Put everything to an abrupt halt For me Right And then, you know I stayed down You know Stayed to the drum board Kept working You know Next year the Coach Johnson Gave me an opportunity um, You know He made me work for it Of course um, Came in there And I would say I did good myself I averaged 14.2 points a game 21st in the country 3 point percentage Um, Oh yeah I was following your little You you showing your little stuff You know I I mean I had to do something Because you know It's just for me it's, it's, It's so big on just Getting out here Because like I said I'm just that kid I feel like that 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 not necessarily was overlooked But I kind of overlooked myself I right. kind of made myself what, what what it was honestly um, I kind of gave myself This reputation early That That kind of didn't fit me And you know It is what it is But I learned from it And I definitely Definitely can say I moved on As long as you learn from it That's, <laughs> that's what's best man. It's a stepping stone Man that was the big thing for me though I just had to It was just you know mm. It was just about me maturing And becoming a man Cause I would say just Honestly growing up I was just an immature kid I mean mm. I did immature kid stuff um, Of course That everybody does But mm. Ain't no excuse for it But you know I did it And yeah. it's understandable But mm-hmm. Right now I can say I definitely, definitely, definitely bounced back from that and 
I'm loving. I'm loving where I'm at right now. I ain't judge you, brother. I'm proud of you. I'm loving, and I appreciate that. And then even between then, oh yeah, I got to shout out to both of y'all guys, man. Because between then, y'all was a part of this journey as well, man. And and that's when, when I was doing that. Honestly, this was the, that was the in the middle of when Springs got fired. Actually, so. I was kind of doing that on some like, hey, showing out, yeah, you stuff, know, yeah. gotta get out here. I gotta do yeah. something. Gotta get some film. Gotta do something, man, right. because you can't sit here and just wait for anybody nowadays. Right. That's the problem, kind of with. I feel like guys from, you know, from where we're from. Um, yeah. I feel like guys get too like, you know, just they get comfortable, yeah. comfortable, complacent. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. Like, I, I kind of didn't have it to be comfortable. You know, I had mm-hmm. to work for it. I put myself in these predicaments to where like I'm. Down here Having to work my way up here And you know it, it was because of me But you know Like I said It was a It was a good Good learning experience And I feel like It definitely made me Who I am today So Yeah that's beautiful Like I said You know Following you on Facebook And seeing your ups and downs You had some You had some struggles too You were like damn oh, Of course like, Of course Damn man Like But then you bounce back You doing it again You had another school And all that stuff And then even then I mean I left on COVID happened Right <laughs> uh, COVID was COVID was different. Yeah, COVID was COVID was crazy. I could just imagine how it was for everybody else. Cause for yeah. me, it was just it was in the air. It was like, oh, what's next? Cause Owens closed, and then and then on top of that, the coach got fired. Right. And it was just a lot going on with the next team coming in, and it was just a lot, you know. So I ended up getting up out of here, going to Cleveland with Brian to Brian and Stratton with my guy Curtis Jackson, who went to Rogers. Uh, Go to Lords right now, actually. Pretty right. good kid. Real, real good kid. Uh, we went out there together. I played like probably five games, averaged like around like 30 points a game. Kid you not. Like was the first in the country. Actually, you can you can look this up too. I was first <laughs> in the country and scoring percentage, like scoring points a game. I mean, I'm sorry, I apologize, but yeah, you can look that up. It's all facts. But uh did that for the first five games. And then, you know, just housing was out there was pretty bad. You know, yeah. just if everybody who knows about that Juco grind, it's, it's mm-hmm. different. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, it ain't that, it ain't that for you. Got, you worked it the whole time. Yeah, yeah it ain't that for you. Trying it's, to stay afloat. Exactly. Yeah. That was and, another reason why I kept patting you on the back from a distance because you were junior college. You ain't yeah. no division. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was different. Right. It was different for me, man. And, you know, my grandma helped me out tremendously, like yeah. I said. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say I can't. It's good to have a support thank, system. Exactly. I can't thank her. And then a few other guys and a few other people didn't help me out on the way too. But you know what I'm saying? My grandma did did a hell of a job. A hell of a job. I can say that because, you know, and I kinda she kinda is the reason why I'm doing this now. Because honestly, I mean I haven't signed any pro contract and I still have coaches, college coaches still talking to me as we speak. So, you know, it's just it's just a big process. You know, trying to gouge in everything, see what's going on. Before I make a big decision, but I mean, it's crazy. Now, just talking sports with the COVID, COVID is still expecting sports because I just oh, yeah, read an article. Yeah. If you play for the NBA, you go to Canada and you're not vaccinated, you, you cannot get back in the country. Yeah, exactly. You can't even come home, can't even mm-hmm. go. <laughs> they're not even letting you come. Wow, and yeah. Brooklyn, do you, you see the Kyrie stuff? Yeah. Hey, they're not letting, right. they're not going. It's getting worse, and it's only gonna get worse. I feel like, I feel like it's just yeah. the start of this. You know, the first round of COVID was just a little baby batch. I feel like, I feel like it's so much. I feel like it's gonna get so much All deeper when it comes. Exactly, you hearing about so much different stuff. It's like, dang, I thought the flu was bad. Now, what's hmm. the policies for your league as far as COVID regulations well, and stuff? Well, right now, 
I'm, we're all good as, as far as I'm concerned. That's really why we opened up. And I, I know they got more markets because last year they had, I want to say, like 28 market, like 28 market teams. Now mm-hmm. they got about 45, 38, one of the two. So oh. they expanded pretty much almost all over the world. Like they got teams everywhere. You can name it. Wow. Got a team in Toledo finally. Got a yeah. team. Got three teams in Michigan. Uh, they got a team Texas, California, anywhere you can think of. Honestly, almost. Yeah. I want to say they got almost a team almost everywhere. I like I, I, with your games and stuff. Whatever you televised. Oh, of course, yeah. TBL TV. They got the whole little thing. Oh, exactly. it's, it's, everything. Okay. It's, it's it's it's. I ain't gonna lie. Because Toledo yeah. wasn't in the TBL no, last year. They it was in the PBL. PBL. Yeah, yes. and they wasn't getting paid. So that was a yeah. semi pro then. That's oh, so now the Toledo pro. team was starting yep. to pay. Yeah, because yep. yep. they won a championship. Yeah. I think they went undefeated yeah. Right, yeah. last yeah. year. Yeah, in the PBL. So then they got invited to the TBL. And shout out to my man, Coach Freddie Zamora. That's my guy. He was there. Coach Freddie Z was there when I was at Owens. That fourteen point two points a game. Yeah, he was coaching. Man, he was the offensive coordinator. Yeah, yeah. Just lighting it up. I'm so telling like you. Is he yeah. trying to get you to Man, I mean, we try to make some things work. Uh, I ended up missing the trial, like, on me, and, you know, but some things was going on, so I couldn't make it. Um, and, you know, they went their way, and at the round of time where they were going their way, I kind of was, you know, kind of going my way as well. You know, I, I signed with the agent with Baseline Sports, so, you know, we were kind of looking for you know, just this, this the next thing, basically. We're trying to find I out what's I guess going to make it more competition because you Toledo cat on the Yeah, team. you know, and, and, yeah, and that's yeah, the thing. Yeah. I wanted to play with the Toledo guys, man, but, you know, it's it's it's, it's still all love. I still support. Mm-hmm. I still, you know, everybody I seen, on the I team. Seen I seen Chance, uh, Chance Hawkins over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my guy. That's my guy. That's my guy. We definitely have some good battles, man. Yeah, that's my yeah. guy. That's definitely my guy. Sound like a solid. going to be a fun league. I'm about to follow. No, nah, yeah, this 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 when year coming up going to be good. I want to say February, like late February. It, I mean, it's it's pretty good, man. They got some guys that's G League bound. They had people coming to the G League, going there uh, right. overseas. I mean, you can look in the league. They got somebody going overseas almost every other day, uh-huh. like from these teams. So now, do they uh, do they kind of like? Uh, well, I guess because they're not affiliated with the NBA, they can't. But like injured players, would they let them kind of like uh-uh. to come back? Uh, they they'll go down to G League. Oh, okay, yeah. And like, so the big thing is the big thing about this league too. They got summer league, man. They got. Everything, mm-hmm. everything you're looking for, like they making sure every market has the same thing. Some some arenas you playing in, <laughs> I'm talking about almost NBA arenas. Right. And that's that's big, you yeah. know, just for a league that's just kind of, yeah. you know, on the up and up. They got some guys, you know, play some good Division One basketball. Some old pros. Steve Francis is a general manager in it. Oh. Uh, I actually met him last year in Indiana, actually, to be exact, at their draft combine. So they have a whole draft. Huh? Oh yeah, of course, of is course, it, yeah, finally, good. finally. That's good. That's Shout good. out to Steve. Yeah, of course. Shout out to that man. I yeah, appreciate I think him. Yeah, for sure. issues. Him, Cliff Livingston. I don't know if y'all know who yeah. that is. He played yeah, with yeah. Dennis Hobson. Mm-hmm. Uh, him. Uh, who else did they got there? James Posey. I want to say. I think the dude who won the dunk contest. I might have his name wrong, but the, I know the guy. He, his name Flight. Flight Eight. I I know that to be specific. Mm. He played. He won the dunk contest or almost won it. Doing the little free throw line dunk. I can't think of the guy's name. I, I don't know why I can't think of him, but they got a lot of pros. A lot of people that have been in the NBA, basically. Kendrick Perkins, actually. Oh, I forgot oh, yeah, about yeah, him. Yeah, I forgot Perk owns yeah, the team. Perk yeah, Perky owns the team. Yeah. The Boat Mount uh, Panthers, and they're actually down yeah, yeah. there in Texas. So if I make this team in Texas, yeah. I'll be playing against them. <laughs> and that's going to be big because, you know, that's, 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 that's Kendrick Perkins. So how are you prepping as far as, like, physically? Um, Honestly, it's just a grind, honestly. Right now, I'm working out with my guy, Ryan, with this uh, new thing 
called Christy Performance. Um, you know, we got some good stuff going on. Basically, some knees over toes. You know, trying to get flexible. Um, you know, getting me together, trying to avoid injuries, knickknack mm-hmm. injuries. Basically, just doing the things that a lot of people not doing. You know, mm-hmm. just a lot of things people not thinking of. Just stretching your body. Like, right, right, right. <laughs> it's really that easy. Stretching your body. You know, working your muscles, doing stuff like that. How tall are you? Uh, I want to say six one. But you were like five nine. You ask me, you ask me. I'm six two in shoes, man. Listen, that's if you ask me. Yeah, but I, you know, I against the other guys, you were kind of short. Yeah, I know. How yeah, does that make you feel coming out there, man? Honestly, I was always short. Like yeah. growing up, man, I was a, a runt. I was little. Was was very runt. little. <laughs> very little. You'll take your little ass to the home. You know no, what I'm saying? I, got that, I think you got the game. For your, your size matches your game. Yeah, of and course. And your heart. You of got course. Heart. And now I finally got a little bit of athleticism. So, you know, yeah, that, you that jump. I saw him, I saw a video of him on, on Instagram. Duncan. So I was yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'll take out up there now. Hey, it, helps, <laughs> it helps finally, man. Yeah, right. It took a while, but you know, you know, we're Growth, doing that. Progress. Of course, man. Me and, hey, that's one thing I can say about myself. I, I'm I'm very proud of myself for just not giving up because I could have easily gave up. Mm-hmm. I tell everybody this. I'm talking about from the young kids. And that's another thing. I got to say, I got to say this as well. Um, shout out to all the young kids out there, man. Because, you know, that that's, that's the next group that's coming up. Right. Like everybody out here, man, I encourage y'all. If y'all, Claiming y'all these athletes, these big face athletes, instead of kind of downplaying these kids, man, we need to start getting out here and kind of really uplifting these kids. Because these kids, this is, this, some of these kids is good, man. We just got to get these kids out of out of the right, I mean, out of the wrong situations and put them in the right ones. Cause. It's, it's a lot of people trying. I think the thing is, the generation before us didn't know didn't know when yeah. to pass that torch. Yeah, exactly. Everybody they have that torch so long because you know it's something when you realize you're getting older or you can't. Can't do the same thing. Yeah, that's realistic. You have to, but that's a part of reality. We're supposed to grow old. We're supposed to grow old. Be mentors to the young ones. Exactly. So they can keep. So they keep things moving. And that's my thing. I kind of learned it early. You know, it was big for me. I'm I'm big on just the youth. I'm big on trying to give back, even though I don't have to give back. I'm big on that. Like I have a clothing brand right now, one way clothing to be exact. Man, when I tell you, I don't even know how many shirts I didn't gave away just off just yeah. Yeah. the simple fact. Man, my guys Ryan and them, everybody that I work out with, man, I went in there, gave everybody free shirts that I worked out with. My guy Tony Scruggs, I went in there, I trained with him, got trained with Scruggs. Yeah. Oh man, that's my guy. That's my guy. Man, I'm talking about we had some great conversations, mm-hmm. like really great, life changing. Right. You know, real great, real gritty conversations. Right. You know he always keep it real with me, and that's it's that's a the real big gritty thing. world. Out yeah, here. exactly, and and that's the big thing. And he kind of just you know helped me understand that early because that's mm-hmm. the thing. Like I've I've known Scruggs for quite some time. You know he knows my family. Yeah. You know all of that. So we we kind of real close when it comes to that. So you just keep it very transparent with me. Just yeah. you know just straight like this, and and right. that's my thing. Sometimes I need that. Sometimes he knows when I need it. Sometimes he knows when I need a pat on the back. Sometimes he knows, you know. So when I went, I made sure I had to get him right, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. And I don't even think it too much, man. That's the thing. And I go and go do some of these things. I go work out with some kids, you know, talk to everybody. That's the big thing. I talk a lot, man. Right. That's one thing about me, man. You're going to hear me. I can tell you that. Like, that's one thing. If y'all don't know me, you're going to hear me. Right. That's that's the one thing I'm, I stand on because 
I feel like, man, if you get out here and you can talk and say something encouraging to somebody, mm-hmm. man, listen, that could change somebody' life, day, anything. Mm-hmm. Like you just, you just and don't you know. Never, nowadays. You never know. You never know who listening or why. Exactly. You, why you, you don't know what a person. Exactly. And sometimes you don't know what a person going through. Mm-hmm. You might have a hooper that's down, down and no. out almost. About know? to give up. Yeah, and you just, you know, pushing them mm-hmm. on. Keep lacing up them. Keep lacing up them drawers. You out there shooting that ball. It'll man. work out for you. That's the plan. If, if your heart really into it. Yeah, yeah. honestly, because you need to be into yeah. it. Because if it's not into it, you're not going to make it. And, and can't nobody talk your heart into yeah, it. Exactly. What you want, and that's with anything. Uh, yeah, I was about to say that. That's with anything that you do. Like, put everything that you have. If you love if you love what you're doing, put everything that you have into it. No matter how bad it looks, like, down the road. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and no matter how, how much you feel like. Like you're not it, making no progress. Right, you're not making progress. Exactly. Like keep you going. making it. You making yeah, it, yeah. man. Just keep because edging. Because somebody's listening, somebody's watching. Right. And somebody uh, noticing that you're putting in that effort. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Man, people don't realize, man, people notice. Yeah. That's one thing I can notice about myself. I done had a lot of people sit here and tell me, like, I man, I'm proud of you. Like right, I right, see right, your right. growth. Like I see what you people got that going you on. think like, oh man, this yeah, is exactly that to me. nobody like, just. Hey man, in. I saw you over there. You know, mm-hmm. I'm proud of you. Like, and, I, yeah. and, and I appreciate that so much because you know sometimes you don't get that. You know, mm-hmm. and, and it's, it's it's it feel good just hearing that because sometimes you might need it. Yeah, yeah. Like sometimes I get down on myself. Sometimes yeah. I'm not just man. Listen, I can't sit here and just tell y'all I'm just this upfront person that just you know just always happy no i try i try very hard but Mm -hmm. man listen i'm a human just like everybody else Mm -hmm. so i got the same type of feelings man but it's all about how you how you do after that man right it's either you either gonna let it make you or let it break you absolutely yeah for sure i love that i love that i love that positivity because you do it's, it's life life ain't easy and it's easy to get caught up in negative stuff nowadays. Yeah. Social media is so crazy. Man, listen, social media can ruin your life. Yeah, People don't even realize it. You got that's another thing with these post. athletes. Yeah, and it's another thing with these <laughs> athletes, man. And it's for everybody, dog. Well, if y'all claiming y'all want to be athletes, man, can y'all please, please clean your social media up, dog? That's a real thing, though. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, I had to learn. But athletes and musicians, and everybody, artists, yeah. everybody, listen. Business owners, if you yeah. want to do anything in this world, business related or mm-hmm. athletically, and you think you're gonna make some money, and they, man, the first thing they're gonna do is go on that social, social media. media. Yep. They're gonna look on that Facebook that right. you think that they don't know about. They're mm-hmm. gonna go on there. They're gonna scroll down there. They don't even have to have you add it, man. Listen, yeah. these guys is so advanced with this nowadays. I'm telling you, man. They do not have to have you add it to find out what you putting on there. Your social media is your resume. Man, listen, it is. I promise you, you, I literally had the coach that I'm about to get ready to go to, and I don't even post crazy stuff. That's the funny part. I literally shared a video of a guy rapping a song, to be exact, but he was smoking in a video, right? And, like, man, he called me. Coach called me, man, and shout out to Coach Kendrick Bryson. He called me, man, and he was like, hey, man, listen. <laughs> you you got people calling me telling me that they thinking you out here smoking. So oh. Whole time for for a person who just me sharing it, you know what I'm saying? A person who don't know me and don't know what I look like from a can of paint. He just right, see right, it coming right. from my page, see a guy smoking, oh okay, let's call him because you got to think. This is a a, a a dog eat dog world. I'm telling you. I mean, when you realize it's cutthroat, right. you got yeah. agents calling people Saying, yeah. hey, look at this. Mm-hmm. Oh, this guy got this on his social media. Or say this. Say you got a coach that's trying to talk to you. Oh, you see this guy right here? Oh, he putting this on his social media. You don't want him. Mm-hmm. And, they, and it's real, man. Listen, coaches Shut communicate. <laughs> coaches communicate, I got, man. I got caught off for a job. I was uh, 
I was trying to be on the no conscious woke side. And I called out to a job, so I reported to the, to the trailer and everything. We had a safety meeting in the morning. Then they sat me down and said, oh, Mr. Harris, come here. So we just want to let you know around here we're not racist. <laughs> it was nice. I'm, I'm figuring out something. Why are they coming at me? Like, hey, you start thinking about man? my Facebook uh, posts and stuff. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But black power. Mm-hmm, and and make sure. But it's <laughs> real. We don't, we don't want any problems around here. Everybody's cool. We don't have any racial issues. I'm like, okay. It's realistic, man. <laughs> All these big dogs, man, these make they these six you, figures, they yeah. watching. If yeah. they about to bring you in mm-hmm. and to be something to their program, organization, um, label anything, man. Y'all they get brand. it together because I'm telling you, if they putting their back into it just like you putting your back into it. Just like this might be your livelihood, this is their livelihood. Right. So they got to look out for themselves, and I had to learn that too. I mean, not to say that I put because, like I said, I learned kind of early, just hearing and actually take. Luckily, I actually took heed. You know, I, I had some slip-ups, you know, where I would be cussing and acting crazy when I was younger on Facebook. You know, mm. everybody was doing it. But, you know, I had to slip up from that. I had Twitter when I was acting crazy on Twitter sometime. And I, that's when I started getting coaches on the Twitter. And I had to really watch out what I was saying, liking, anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, man, it's realistic, man. Yeah. These people is not and playing. represent their school. Exactly. And they, ain't, they don't care how good you is. I promise you they don't. Mm-hmm. They don't. They will get rid of you. They will get rid of you. They will pass. They will next. I'm telling you, it's, it's realistic, man. All y'all guys into it. Because like, it's too many. It's too many guys down here that's truly talented right. that let social media get to you. Yeah, all y'all complaining about that list. And then y'all complain <laughs> about not being on list, complain <laughs> about not doing this and not doing that. Man, listen, y'all better get that together first before y'all worry about a list. I mean, realistically, because I'm telling y'all, man, that's big. Yeah, when you get on a platform where, where people see you, got, you got to look at your... You, you respect your privacy more. I, I respect yeah. my privacy a lot exactly, more yeah. since I've been doing this podcast. You know, it's just... I mean, I just respect my privacy just in general. I feel yeah. like every, I feel like everybody kind of should. Yeah, should. <laughs> you yeah. need like to. Like all that stuff, yeah. like posting about your relationship on yeah. social media. You know what I'm saying? Who, who are you going back and forth with? Like, ah, that's it's pointless. Yeah. And then why put, why, put, why put your relationship business on Facebook? Everybody on Facebook single. <laughs> Let them tell it. Right. Let them right. tell it. Everybody's single, Everybody's living single. good, and that's the thing. You can't help me with a relationship advice if you single. Man, right. I literally just had a conversation earlier. Man, I kid y'all not, guys. Man, I told somebody, I'm like, y'all don't realize social media show you what you want to see. Yeah. Do y'all ever see social media where somebody talking good? I mean, talking bad about what happened in their life. I'm telling you, everybody Do y'all had ever happy see lines when on oh media. my mortgage, I, I I forgot to pay my rent. Right. Or I forgot. Oh, I almost got evicted. Or right. or or a um. Renaissance just got my shit. You know my my car and <laughs> got towed. Like you don't see that. Uh-uh. You see the new cars. You right. see the new clothes. You see that, but then you also you see, see some somebody arguing about something that they know that you're gonna argue about. Exactly, right. man. This stuff this is to, a plot. Yeah. All they want you to do is see, see, see. They see, don't see, care. See. That's it, man. Mm-hmm. That's all social media is nowadays. This motherfucker got that new car. No, he can't make it. Knowing that he can't, <laughs> hey, but he go put it on that gram like right. he didn't spend a hundred. Thousand on that thing, I guarantee it. Uh, he gonna be on there acting crazy, hey, and that's how it be. Y'all can't get discouraged. That's man. That's another thing too. Don't get discouraged by looking at these social media lives. It's meant for it to look do light like that. Mm-hmm. It's meant for it. Why you think, man? All these TVs and stuff broadcasting all this BS. You see nothing but BS when you get on social media. All these blog sites. You got to. You got to. You got to stay locked in on your own grind. Literally, man. If you don't stay locked in on your own grind, you are gonna get lost. You're going to get truly lost. And that's where I kind of, <laughs> I'm glad that I didn't. And I'm glad that I actually starting to really find the love. Because, man, once you find that love, 
I know uh, only a select few really know what that love feel like, man. But once you find that love for something that you really, like, really feel like you're good at, man, yeah. it take everything to a different level. It take, it take everything. It make everything just feel like it get easier. They can't, tell you nothing about they can't that. man. I had to learn that, too, because I used to be that guy. I used to be that guy that listened to th- everything everybody said. I promise you. Yeah. Like, I used to be the hothead. You say something about me, oh, I'm going to trip. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going trip You say you better than me Oh what oh, I'm about to make The biggest scene in the world <laughs> But see now man It ain't even worth it now I mean I didn't did stuff now So now it's like Hey now that I didn't did it It's like it ain't no need To go back and forth no more and What and we going back and forth for And people gonna come at you For what you love Of course Like I love, I love doing this podcast we, we do this This is out the goodness of our heart It's like a hobby to us and when, when situation came out, like, well, you have to put the podcast to the side. No, I'm not. Why right, you don't, why you don't to tell do. me to put this mind draining job yeah, to the exactly. side? And then, because right. <laughs> who knows? This could make this could make some right. more why than you want to come, job. come to what I love, but when, when you love some people, want to take it away. Yes, they, they, yeah. So you just people never want to see you happier than them, man. Remember that's that. That's what it is. Remember yeah. that people mm-hmm. never want to see you happier than them. Yeah. They don't. Or they more don't. successful than exactly. that. Exactly. It's always going to be somebody that's going to get in the way of it. Or try to create a problem. Like, oh, you're going to run into this. You're going to run into that. You're going to run you into You mentioned this. something good. Man, listen. You mentioned you trying to do something big and and, and, and on your own. Oh, you about to man, get you everybody. Do you can't do, why are you trying to do you this? You only five when you take your shoes off. Why are you trying to do this? <laughs> <laughs> why, why are you trying to do all this, man? Why are you doing this and that, man? You can't do this, man. You don't got it to do this. Man, you don't know how many times I didn't heard it, and I know a lot of y'all didn't heard it. And you don't even want to put that in your mental, and because I'm telling you, as soon as you do, it's gonna eat you alive. Mm-hmm. You don't wonder whether you can or can't do it. Well, yeah. you just was for sure before you told this person exactly. You're 100 percent sure I could do it. Now this person got you second guessing your whole I'm life. I'm telling you, man, you gotta start letting these people do that because they will, and that's the thing. Some people like doing that. Some people enjoy. Ruining other people's happiness, but right. they're really not ruining. They're really telling the person the truth. But the only thing is, we different people, so you would do it like that because that's you. But I'm not you, so I'm not going exactly. Do it like that. We can't. We don't have the same opinion. That's the thing. We yeah. don't have the same mindset. We're not thinking the same. We're not wired the same. Wow. As much as you think we might be, oh no, we we far different. That's the thing, though, man. And it's good just getting away too, seeing other people, seeing yeah. different guys, and seeing how they do. Right. Not in Toledo or not. In and Ohio. learn from them and not hate. Exactly. That's the big part, though. Because you do that, man, that could set you up for. for, for only you know. That's the yeah. thing, man. If you stay down and actually, you know, do your thing and actually stay out the way, man, mm-hmm. and just really learn, mm-hmm. like sit back and listen and learn. Oh my God, it's only so much. Like, man, I just now getting started. Like. Y'all ain't heard too much about this clothing brand, but I, I tell y'all now, I'm just sitting back, listening, learning. Well, I heard you get a lot of people t-shirts, learning. and I don't see me. In hey man, listen, I'm gonna make sure I get y'all suited <laughs> up for sure. I'm gonna make sure, man. I'm gonna make sure I get y'all suited up for sure. I promise yeah. you that. I'm gonna make sure I have y'all something for you on the podcast for sure, man. Sure. I got some hoodies coming out real soon, so. Hopefully I get them before Christmas. That's the plan. So I never had so many hoodies in my life, man. man. But I like it, though. I appreciate it. I like supporting yeah. being able to advertise our local Yeah, for sure. Stuff, for yeah. sure. And that's the big thing, too. Like, I mean, I'm big on that. I'm big on supporting everybody. Like, everybody try to make it a competition thing, man. I be noticing that. Like, a lot of brands in Toledo, and we, and yeah. there's so many good ones, though. That's yeah. the right. thing. It's so many good ones. Mm-hmm. It's so many. But everybody want to play this. I started this. Mm-hmm. I did this first. Oh, this is for me. Oh, you not doing it better than me, man. Listen, why not? Why don't? Why don't we all just support each other? 
we all got some nice stuff going on. I mean, you change clothes every day. I need an outfit I mean, for every day. I need right. something. <laughs> I mean, you, I want to. I might want to call you for an outfit, yeah. man. We don't gotta make it to the point where everybody just going back and forth with each other, man. We all can be great. Cause that's the key to getting out of here. If y'all really want to know, yeah. sticking mm-hmm. together, uh, yeah, exactly. man. Y'all go everywhere else. You go to Atlanta, boy. All them boys sticking together. They don't care if you suck, garbage, anything. They yeah. sticking together. They sticking with it. Yeah. That's all it is, man. Just about the support. Yeah, people gonna talk about you regardless. And support free. <laughs> right. Remember that. <laughs> support free, man. Hey, it, it it don't cost to share something. It don't like. cost to post. It don't cost to like. It, it don't, don't cost, cost it to don't cost to mention something to nothing. a friend. Yeah. It don't cost nothing, man. Nothing. I'm telling y'all, man. If I ever have something, an opportunity, man, and I feel like I can give back, man, reach out to me. Mm-hmm. Reach out to me. Cause I'm gonna talk to who I feel like I can get it in the, in the, in the right hands to help you. Mm-hmm. So I will hope you do the same thing for me. And if you don't, I still love you. That's what's up. I ain't mad at you, man. I'm not mad at you at all. It's That's understandable, but I'm gonna still try to support, man. That's the biggest thing nowadays, man. You gotta support everybody. I'm trying to support the rappers, the unknown cats, man. Send me your music. Send me everything. I'm trying to, man. I'm trying to get it out there. I just had to talk with somebody earlier about that. You're the, you're the spot saying you had somebody local music, you know. Exactly. And just you think had a about game, it. You give it all. Hey, man, this is my dude from back home. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I'm saying, that's the plan. I just talked to somebody about that earlier. My boy, actually, his name is Lil Monte Luce, to be exact, man. He unknown rapper. Not too many people know about him. But I'm telling you, a lot of people are going to learn about the kid, man. He, 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 he talented, man. And it's a few guys, too. I know my guy, Terrell Willis, talented. I think y'all had him in here before, Canoe the Artist. Nothing you do. Oh, yeah, my yeah. guy, like my brother, like my dog. Like a few weeks ago, yeah. My dog, like he talented on a different level. Like mm-hmm. he give you, he can give you whatever you're looking for. If you're looking for some rap, he'll give it to you R&B. He'll give it to you soul. He'll look it to you. He'll give it to you poetry. He'll give it to you. Man, it's, 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 it's going to be an exciting next couple of years for Toledo, I feel like, man. If everybody... Stick to what they doing, man. We it's it's gonna be a lot for everybody. Delonte Brown, Vincent Williams, you got mm-hmm. Zaya Cook, man. Yeah. There's so many people that mm-hmm. slept. And she lighted it up down there south. Ooh. She on she on sports at least once a week. Or man, for listen, sure. Zaya is different. Yeah. The fact that Zaya was playing for the Mid City Coats when I was playing, oh my god. Oh, she played football. Man, yes. <laughs> yes. she's different. Yes, wow. Zaya really played football. Like people used to think she was a little boy for a minute. Like wow. I kid you not, whole time we playing against a girl. Like uh, and she was actually playing. Like not just you know wasn't crying about getting hit. No yeah, nothing. Shout like, out to Zai. Shout out to her man. She and she really put in that work. Like yeah. that's 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 man. That's yeah. that's the inspiration for everybody, man. And she rep her city well. And she doing big things though. That's the thing. She's supporting everything from the city. Everything. That's one thing I can say about Zai. She support everything, man. That's 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 love because she. She on a big uh, stage, long, man. She got everybody. Long we got, long we got that. That's a start. That's a big start. That's a good start. We just mm-hmm. follow, follow the footsteps. We got some more cats. You feel like that? I feel like that's finna get ready to blow and get up out of here. Really, you know. And it's it's it's, it's coming. It's slowly, slowly but surely, man. That's the thing. As long as these guys just stay at it, man. I feel like I'm a part of that as well. I feel like give me, give me, give me two, give me, give me a year and two, man. We gonna see where we gonna see where we at. Well, get the people your social media so they can follow you, man. Right follow me up. on Instagram at Alante A L O N T A Y underscore underscore. You can follow me on Facebook if you want to do that at Alante Gould. Uh, Twitter Alante, I think underscore. Um, yeah, that's about it. I mean, that's all I really be on for real. I try to try to keep it just there, you know. Just, that's what's up, that's like up. I just told y'all, we got to focus on them social media, so I got to mm-hmm. keep it. Keep it clean. <laughs> got to keep it clean for sure. So, you know, you can follow my brand too. 
uh, at one way clothing underscore oh under uh, one way clothing two G underscore actually to be exact on Instagram and and one way clothing two G on Facebook. Got some new stuff coming, man. It's it's, it's gonna be exciting. Just, just wait and see, man. We just gotta stay down, stay down till you come up, stay down till you come up. That's what's up. We appreciate you coming in and talking to us, yeah, man. Appreciate I appreciate that. y'all for having it's me. Good for you. I just saw you. Like, where I just saw you the other day, though. Man, I think I just see you at the store, yeah, dude. At the gas station. Yeah, I just Hey, man. Hey, it's good to see y'all for sure, man. Yeah. It's good to see y'all again. It's been it's been a while, man. It's been cool. a while. We'll be uh, back tomorrow. Who we got tomorrow? We got somebody tomorrow. But uh, yeah, we got some guests. Yeah, appreciate you coming coming through at the last minute. For sure, for sure. No problem. No problem. No uh, problem. So shout out to our sponsors, Hot Box, Hot Box, Mud City Entertainment. Yep. J. Rush Jennings. For sure. Sasha Denise. Sasha. Yumadop Lucas County. Freedom. Sawan and Sawan. The People's Champ. The Social Butterfly. Hey, Miss Carter. Oh, Henry's Kitchen on Wheels. Rolling. Little Tots Transportation. A Servant's Heart. Is there a heart in the house tonight? Stand up. Healthy Spot Nutrition. Hit the spot. Purple Hearts. Purple Rain Gang Gang. Miss D's Kitchen. Chicken Wings and Dr. Shiva Billions. Make it, make it ring. Make it, make it ring. And Mud Made. Mud Made. Shout out Mud Made too, man. Shout out how you want it as well, man. Yeah. Shout, out, shout out to Mud Made. Get over to their website. They're, uh, Mummy.com. They uh, currently got a promo code 419 grind going on. Use that code, get 20% off the entire website. They got a lot of nice things on the website. I had to go do that. A lot of, lot of nice stocking stuff. We can buy some, buy some socks or something. Just support your yeah, local people. Yeah, they got people, socks, man. hats. Definitely yeah. going to do something. I a a corona something. mask, something. They got something for you, Mummy. It wasn't a big old, wasn't a big old knit hats. Like, <laughs> they, they got something for you. I like that. Man. Shout out yeah. Mummy, man. Shout out to Mummy. If you would like to become a sponsor of the Rising Grind Morning Show, Senior Info to Rise, at the419grind.com, and you can become a sponsor of our show. First show. And if you'd like to be a guest of our show, go ahead and hit us up at info at the419grind.com. Send us a brief bio, pics, and videos that you would like included in your interview, and we'll get you booked. And if you'd like to send us a donation, the419grind at Cash App, Cash dollar sign in front of the 419 Grind. We like donations. It's a donation time of year. Bingo. <laughs> sure. Yep. Shout out to 419 Grand, man. Hey, appreciate it. So, right. uh, tune in. We see y'all tomorrow. We love you, Toledo 419. 419, man. Be Shout safe. 419, be safe, man. Let him make gear. Hoodies, t shirts, kids wear, headwear, and more. Use promo code 419Grind to get 20% off the entire site. Visit them at mudmade.com. M U D M A D E.com. Are listening to 419 Grind Podcast, Toledo's source for exclusive news in music, business, sports, and entertainment. Turn it up.